AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Welcome to Drink Champs, a production of the Black Effect and iHeartRadio. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, Segway, this your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up, it's DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast. And your number one source for drunk facts. This Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, homie? This is what it should be. This is your boy N O R E. What's good, DJ EFN? And this is Drink Champs Yappy Hour. Make some noise! <laughs> now, I mean, you know, we're a fan of putting, you know, things together that make sense and don't make this sense at the same right time. Here. Yes. <laughs> One brother we had is a legend. He's a DJ. He's broke mixtape grounds. He's the first raid ever. Feds came and got him when, when I listened to 2 Chainz talk. I'll be fresh as hell when the Fred's watching. I can always think about you. I don't know why. Um, went on to put on, 
a guy who has a diamond ring in his head, his forehead. And he put on a whole bunch of other people. He's a legend. And he's in the middle of a controversy beef that we're going to get to the bottom with the dream chat today. There's a couple of them we're going to get to. In case you don't know, we're talking about DJ Motherfucker. Now, now the, other, the other one is a legendary rapper. Signed to the homeboy Swiss Beats. Went through a lot of things. You know, still in the game. You know what I mean? Uh... A lot of things that's happened that hasn't been answered in his career as well. But he's also a legendary Philly, uh, and he's a bar lord. Lyricist of the lyricist. And he's very in tune with God. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, talking about the legendary Cassidy! Now, now, the, uh, now, now the other one is a comedic genius. I actually thought that he was not from Africa. But when I looked, I Googled, he is from Africa. And then he moved. People started claiming him as Haitian earlier. I don't know why. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Haitian. Haitian. He's a Haitian. He's a Haitian. He's a Haitian. No, I think it was Ross. He's a Haitian. But I went and watched this man, this man. And he's surviving through the pandemic, man. A lot of people are hurting, man. A lot of people, you know what I mean? They can't get to their people. They can't get to their fans. This man is, is a genius. And, and, and his stand-up, a genius in his uh, uh, Instagram, a genius just overall, any role he played, man. You know, from having beef with Pinky and all that. You know what I'm saying? In case you don't know what I'm talking about, motherfucking Michael Blackman! Yeah. Yeah. So let's 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 break down Philadelphia right now. All of you brothers are Philadelphia, right? Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love that seemed to not have brotherly love. Is that, that stigma. is that accurate? Yes, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been accurate ever since, you know, right. I was born and raised there. Like, mm. I, I don't know if it's if it's like the gift and the curse of us having the name, the city of brotherly love, but, mm. you know, one thing about Philly is like, we've always had so much talent, but, mm. you know, I, me moving out, I guess I was able to see, I, I think a lot of it is just the facts that there's not as many outlets as other places, you know mm. what I'm saying? So, you know, there's been a thing through the years of people saying, like, you got to leave Philly to kind of get on, or, you mm. know, this mentality of Philly having this, like, a, a, a crab in a barrel type of... Which a lot of cities suffer Well, he live that. in uh, L.A. and you live in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. You still live in Philly, um, Cass? Or you in Jersey? I'm in Atlanta now. You niggas gotta, niggas gotta leave Philly to be somebody. That's fucked up. Let's make some noise for your city being fucked up. Make no noise. I'm playing around. I'm playing around. I want to see who's gonna clap. No, 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 no. No, but um, I just, I just feel like love could grow to hate. You know what I'm saying? When you grow up in a city from young, people know how you used to be. They know how you was when you was fucked up. If you used to be a certain way, if you used to be dirty, or if a nigga beat you up before something, they know about your history. So when they see you accomplish it and then you become successful, that love that they used to have for you could, it could start off, they excited like, oh, my nigga doing something, but then they see you really winning, you running around the world, you getting money, yeah, jealousy you fucking of bitches, then they get mad because they don't got no plan. Mm. Some niggas with plans get inspired and encouraged. But some niggas that don't got no plan and no, don't know where they gonna turn and they see other niggas doing it, they get discouraged. So that's why you gotta leave your city because when niggas see you in different cities, they only know you from the nigga that you is now. Mm. They don't know your history or what you used to do, so sometimes you be having a clean slate and it be easier to do it like that. Mm. Like, like you be born, like born again. Even go back to the stories in the Bible, Jesus had to leave where he was from to get recognition and all that, man. Mm. Our ancestors was telling us about it since back in the day, so ain't shit changed. Mm. 
Michael Blackson, you feel the same? I, I mean, that's I think that's for every city. Right. I mean, yeah, I think so. Right. Ain't no nigga. Most rappers die in their own city, right? Like, well, yeah, pop, you, you well, go, not pop smoke, but um. I mean, rappers. I think what well, besides like you going to like a place like New York. New York right. is a great place for entertainment. Atlanta and right. LA. Right. I mean, those are only three places entertainers go to. Wow. So wow. you know, ain't no you never heard a, a nigga that's popping in Gotham, Jackson, Mississippi, motherfucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're in Jackson, you gotta get the fuck out of Jackson. It's every city you gotta leave. I think the city brotherly love. I guess it just means. You know, I never really did a research on why it's called brotherly love. I know mm-hmm. for a fact, if I never moved to Philly, I would not be where I am today. Right. So I. All the love to Philly. Sometimes right. it's all about where you're, where you're from that raised you, that right. makes you who you are. And right. Philadelphia made me the great comedian that I am. You know, coming from Africa and moving to Philly definitely changed my life. So yeah, I got, do say cup. I do say cup. I got that same story, but okay. kind of in the opposite. Like put this on. Philly is what made me. Like I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for being born and raised and growing up in Philly and having, you know, the hustlers mentality. Like you know, the the, the city, the, the arts that we we have coming from the city, but. Then coming to Atlanta and being able to accomplish what I did, you know, it's kind of a story book too. Like this kid from Philly comes and you know, kind of. Changes, you know. I asked for one cup, not the whole cup, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, it kind, of, it kind of changes like you know, southern southern rap history. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nigga right. from Philly, so right. you know, similar similar story, but just in a different way. So let's be clear, man. What, what's going on with you on Uzi Vert, man? Because. Um, it just feels. It just feels like he, he, um, y'all, y'all not on the same level. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing to do with the twenty-four carat shit in his forehead. <laughs> He's definitely on a whole nother level. He's on a whole nother level. Twenty-four. I don't know if there's a lot of niggas on Uzi level. When, like, when you saw the twenty-four carat diamond, you was like, "How much of that did I make happen?" <laughs> like, what, what, what did you say? What did you think? I thought it was genius. I thought it was genius. Yeah, I, th- I think like, like Uzi has been doing since the beginning of his career. It's just like, you know, he's he's a master at. Um, of attracting attention, you know mm. what I'm saying? And, and like, you know, I, I saw him say, like, you know, when he saw the diamond, he was like, I'm a little Uzi. Like, I can't just put that on my finger. I gotta put that on my fucking head. Wow. So, and that's just the type of, that's the type of, like, individual he's always been. Like, you know, wow. he, was, he, he was a rock star from the beginning. So to see where he's at now and, you know, to watch him put a diamond in his head is like, that's, well, that's well, that little nigga right there. But maybe you ain't exactly understanding my question. The rumor <laughs> is he got lit and he left. Is that? I mean, you gotta keep it real, drama. At some point, you gotta address this shit. You gotta stop being light skinned and I mean, like, you know. <laughs> I've been talking about it recently. Like, you know, I mean, the thing with us is that you know, me and Cannon and Lake and you know, Generation Now. Like, uh, when a lot of it was going on, we kind of would set silent, you know, and, and never really like was public and you know, we didn't really want to get in anything like a public situation. And honestly, like, you know, like to this day but I still he was got pretty love. public about it. Remember yeah, he, the was, he was he was a you know, I know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Right? Right, cool. Like yeah he put the tweets on and everything. So you know and he created a certain narrative. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And in a situation like that when, you know, Uzi is, you know, one of the biggest artists in the world, like mm. it wasn't even a a space or a place for me to really for us to feel like we had to defend ourselves. Like, we know where we come from. We know we do good business, you know what I'm saying? And like, if there's any, if there's a personal situation, mm. I can't help that. Like, you know, I can't help how the guy might feel about me personally, but mm. I know when it comes to business or, you I think know, it was like they, they said that y'all was holding his music up. Yeah, we're, we're in the business of putting music out. Right. So, you know, I'm holding the music up would not help us in no, no, no way. I always wonder that, like Cass. Like I always wonder that. Like sometimes when a rumor is not true about you, right? Why wouldn't you just address the rumor just immediately? But people train you not to, right? I don't I even ain't know. Never had I, public. I, I mean, but but I feel like discussing it then would it 
wouldn't have been in a space because again, his success is our success. Right. We're still in business with Lil Uzi Vert. Right. So, Woo. you know what I'm saying? Like, come to Death Row Records? That's black old champagne right there, goddamn. Make some noise for Jay-Z and that deal that just happened, man. I'm so proud, man. I'm so proud that we can take our culture and, and, and the people outside our culture has to recognize and buy into our culture and be a part of our culture because that saying is for real. If they can't beat us, they gotta join us, goddamn it. So make some noise for that. But um, you still getting money, money with them. But is this your first time an artist was 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 you know um scruntle? Yeah, the scruntle. Um, well, I mean, it's it's a different situation. It's always gonna happen because yeah, I mean, I think that happens all the time. But you know, Uzi was literally our our first artist that was signed to our label. So I mean, we came out of the gate like with a, a super win, like you know, with success. So you know, obviously, we I would have wanted it to go a different way. You know what I mean? Like with our quote unquote first artist per se, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, putting the label on his back and, you know, champion generation now. But it didn't go that way. But it's fine because like, you know, the 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 thing about it and the the reason I can speak positively about it is because, mm. you know, since that situation, mm. you know, we've went on and, and created another superstar and you know what I'm saying? Like Who Jack Harlow? Yeah, Jack Harlow and, and you know, put it in perspective. Like, you know what I mean? Like um I've been here a long time. Like this is what I do. I'm cut from the cloth. So you know. Gonna keep going. Make some noise for that. I'm gonna bring you up because you even went through a discrepancy with, with Swiss at one point. How did that start? And how did y'all end that? Correct that. Um, me and Swiss never went through a discrepancy. That's a misunderstanding that the world got. Okay. I guess they think when people separate, you know what I'm saying? They had to go through some misunderstanding or some type of problem. Right. But me and Swiss, we never even argued before. We never had mm-hmm. no misunderstanding. Wow. We never beef with Swiss before. We never had no confrontations. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was definitely in the public's eye. We just, yeah, we just parted ways as businessmen. I wanted to go in a different direction than he was going in. Mm. We didn't agree in the direction that we wanted to go in for my career. So we just decided to part ways and just go in different directions. But it's all love. It was never. I think that's called discrepancy, though. But I'm gonna let you get away with it, though. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna let you get away with it. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, like differences. That's what a discrepancy is. Like differences. Getting in the business, I learned how you got to separate the two. When I first got in it, I was a young boy. I was 17, so I used to look at it the same. I looked at all of the rappers that I looked up to as street niggas. Mm-hmm. So when they were saying all of the shit that they were saying, I believed it. Mm-hmm. So when I got in the business and niggas was calling you they brother and saying they mm-hmm. love you and fuck with you because you in the limelight, mm-hmm. I thought that shit was true. Mm-hmm. I really actually believed it. I, I looked at it like it was a street nigga telling me the same shit. Right. But I learned how the business go, and I learned it's a complete separation from the business and what niggas say to you, and sometimes niggas will say whatever they got to say to you to continue to do good business. Right. So once I learned that, I learned I had to do what was best for me and my brand. And all of the time, what's best for me and my brand don't coincide with what Swiss trying to do at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why we parted with and, and I ain't nothing. And and now, Michael Blacksman, one time, yes, this one time, one time only, mm-hmm. I thought you went too far. Okay. What did I do, my nigga? First of all, this show is called Dream Champ. You know, only nigga drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know what you were. I thought it was a champagne. You were a champagne nigga or you were a champagne nigga? Give me some champagne. Okay, give me champagne, nigga. My bad, my bad. Okay, give me a cup, give me a cup. Where's the cup set? It's a lead, man. It's a lead. Let him pour. You want some champagne, too? Take some champagne. This is the one and only time I felt like you went too far. Did I? Fuck your ex woman. No! <laughs> no, that's nothing to do with me personally. Okay. Um, I'm watching you on The Breakfast Club. Right. And this is when Kevin Hart, I, this is the first time I felt sorry for Kevin Hart. Even though I know he, he's rich, he's rich as shit. Right? <laughs> but 
This is the first time because, you know, as a married man, mm -hmm. I, I, I know that this, there can be slip-ups or something like that. I haven't had one, but I know that it can be slip-ups. I know that none of us is perfect, right? I know that, come on, y'all niggas, I'm, I'm walking a very thin line. Listen, I know, I know that none of us, here, put that back in here, you gotta stay on ice. So I know that none of us is perfect. So I felt like comedians should have gave Kevin Hart the benefit of the doubt. Fuck that, nobody gets a break, motherfucker. <laughs> It's an equal opportunist, motherfucker. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I mean, I know, I know, I made fun of Kev right. cheating. I made right. fun of Kev snitching on himself. Like, oh, okay. Kev, when it happened, nobody knew yet. Right. You know, he tried to tell us in the head in advance. So right. I said, nigga, you're snitching yourself. Right. Don't snow. So they had to pull out the tape. Huh? He has to put out the well, tape. He, he admitted he, to it before it came I out. I guess he knew the tape was coming out, so he tried to, you know, tell mm. us in advance. And mm. I, it just the way he did it, it was funny to me. Right. And nobody gets a break with me. Is friend. there ever too soon of a joke? Like, like, um, I mean, if somebody dies, then yeah. Okay. You know, but and besides that, man, I don't. Okay. So, I don't even think death, man. Death, I see people coming right out the gate. That's it, death. Like, what just, is? Definitely. No, no, I mean, with me too soon, like, what, an hour later, motherfucker? What you know? <laughs> like, 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 what if your homie, what if your homie's on Instagram getting knocked out? And this is your homie, though. Okay. Um, are you supposed to call him and be like, yo, you know I'm about to make a joke on you, or you just go in? I, you know it depends. If you guys communicate on the regular, me and Kev, right. yeah, we're cool, but we don't like, we don't like talk on the regular. Right. At that moment, at that point, we wasn't talking on the regular, right. so... I mean, I probably, if I was, it was somebody I was talking to on the regular, you know, I probably would have did that. Call it, you know, I'm about to light your ass up, be right. prepared. But we don't really communicate on the regular, so I just said, uh, you know, I just went in and just... But did Kev thing. call you and be like, damn, bro, could he give me the pass? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, nah, if you'd have called me, I'd probably would give him a pass. Because this... Right, I just, so I figured he didn't have a problem game, with it. Like, it's fair game? I didn't yeah. think he had a problem with it until I saw it on The Breakfast Club. Okay. You know, I just thought he, I'm just, you know, I'm just being a comedian. Yeah, I saw it on the Breakfast Club too. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I thought you went too far. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I, and, I thought, and his reaction too was like, "Oh shit, damn!" Because I thought, you know, I think comedians is like battle rappers. Like battle rappers have no feelings, right? Or do y'all have feelings? Like when y'all going to, and y'all spitting against each other, like you know what I mean? Like the I, thing about it, everybody make fun of him. Even his own friends did. They just have right. a bigger platform. So when right. I make fun of him, millions of people see it, mm. and that's probably what really. Mm. But come on, comedian man, you can't be sensitive. Right. I'm not sensitive. Nothing could hurt my feelings, right. motherfucker. Right, got there, got there. So now drama. We're gonna get into it right now. Rumor is Drake smashed your girl. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, which other way I'm supposed to say it? Drake had sexual relations with a girl that was affiliated with you. All of a sudden, Meek, Philly, Delphia, artist, winds up in Mean Street Studios. He hears these references of these other songs, discrepancies. What's my man's name? He ain't been around since. Quentin Miller. Quentin Miller. Now, all roads led to DJ Drama at that time. All he, roads? They didn't lead to Meek Mill? No, I said Meek Mill. Huh. I'm saying how Meek Mill got it. Gotcha. All roads led to that, to you. So now, for lack of a better term, he was kind of quiet. You didn't really want to address it. I lightly touched on it at times. We didn't hear it. I didn't come to you. And we didn't see it over here. We didn't come to you. We, it never happened if it never happened I, here. I knew it was going to be a conversation. Yeah. It never happened if it never happened here. Explain to the people how something like that goes. Well, because first, let me just tell you something. All right, let me, let me shut up. Let no, me first of all, I mean, off top, the way you started saying, 
Drake smashed my girl. Right. Yo, me, ex girl. My ex girl. Me and Drake have shared women. Okay. Yeah, y'all like skill. I know how so, y'all niggas get down. I'll be sure. They go to Albie Shore Club. We tell y'all who y'all can hate. We have women in common. That's a better way of saying it. We have women in common. We have women in common. And put a train on her. <laughs> yeah, so the, I mean, the, the, the conversation was about a particular female at the time. Uh-huh. You know, um, was, is, is a great woman, honestly. And, mm-hmm. you know, he knew her years prior to me, you know, me and her um, hooked up and everything. But there was never any. Overlap, I'm assuming she's light skinned too, right? She actually is. She's oh, no, light skinned. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> she, <laughs> but, but me and him, that was never any discrepancy based upon, like that situation had nothing to do with what wound up happening with me, Quentin, Drake, myself. But it did happen in Mean Street Studios. What you mean? Um, where, where Meek where heard Meek it? heard it. He did. He did hear it. Mm-hmm. So you can see how one could assume Every, well, that Instagram was, that make was kind of the narrative the that became because it wasn't it wasn't overlapping situations, but Ooh. that that was a narrative that like as if I I had some ill intentions. Right. I never had any ill intentions. Right. You know, honestly, like looking back on the situation, I think all of us, myself included, could have handled it in a different manner. You know, I think there were all of us as individuals, myself, me, Quentin, Drake. It, you know, under the it wasn't handled properly. You know what I mean? For it to even get into that that outcome per se. Mm. You know, so but yeah, Meek did here at Mean Street Studios. At Mean Street Studios, which is your studios, which you own my studio. Yeah, we were working with Quentin Miller at the time. Okay, yeah, and Quentin was. And Quentin played it for Meek. We didn't hear this part of the story. Quentin play it for me? I no, ain't know no, that. No, Quentin. the way you just said it, you gotta wait careful no, Quentin, now. Like Quentin it's not like we were working together. Quentin, Quentin, Quentin said, Yala, yala. Here you go, y'all. I mean. Quentin honestly took a you know, out of everybody in this scenario, I mean Yeah, he, he took the loss. He, he took the loss, so you know, I mean I know he see Meek and Drake and like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, I mean <laughs> You know, out of out of everybody, you know, he was I mean the kid that wasn't was, funny. The kid was honestly, you know, <laughs> trying to make a, a living for himself and, you know, doing dope work and you know what I'm saying? And and through it all, you know, even through the narrative, like, I never, you know, Drake's literally, you know, it's, it's one and two conversation between him and Hove to me, mm. personally. So, you know, even with the Quentin Miller references, that mm. doesn't take away from any of his greatness, per se, right. my eyes. So, but you was being petty at that time? Nah, I wasn't. I mean, you know, honestly, some of the, the way it really happened Get was... some shots going, man. Was still that, being light-skinned. We'll nah, get you the brown was, skin. Was that I, was to, I was trying to clarify something for uh-huh. me at the time, and, okay. you know, he thought something, and, you know, I, I went against... My better judgment and by, by telling him something that honestly, me that. yeah, like okay. and explaining to him, listen, it's not what you think it is. So, right. you know, and then Meek went and handled it the way he chose to handle it. But that wasn't that wasn't my handling. But I, I, I caught a lot of rap for it, you know, and I stayed quiet because I did catch a lot of rap for it, and I felt like I had caught a lot of bad rap. But you know, I definitely played a, a role in it. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not innocent of the situation. But as part of your petty side, like it's cool to be petty. I'm, nah, I'm honestly, petty. I, I if it wasn't, I would tell you, but it really wasn't. Like I, I never wanted none of that to go down. You know, I mean in hindsight it was an incredible battle for hip hop. So, you know, I guess, you know, and those guys have have since, you know, become friends again right. and great. You know what I mean? We can look at it as part of hip hop history, but you know, so give them dudes a shots too. They get these shots too, bro. They on Drake yeah, Chance, man. Give them Del Young. Give them Del Young. God damn it. So uh, the famous battle with you, uh, Cassidy, was with Freeway, right? You don't got to be it right now. Talk that shit, Cassidy. You know? You have to be a writer 
to be a dope MC. Cause you said it don't matter. Like he up there with Jay Z and your eyes. Facts. Even if he don't write. So you could but, be a dope rapper without even no. writing the raps. I mean, I think that's what we're talking about, somebody who doesn't literally write raps, but that's not a discussion when it comes to him, I don't think. Can a comedian be a dope comedian if he don't write no jokes? Uh, it's possible. I mean, there's a lot of great guys out there that even look at... Don't write no jokes at all. No, I mean, you got to write some jokes. And okay. then you, at the end of the day, you still have to deliver that joke. Okay. You have to make it into your own way, right. you know, so... It, it's that's possible. That's a talent in itself. You could be. I mean, I, I was watching... One of my favorite comedians of all time is... Eddie and uh, and I watch Raw and Delirious and I see Kenny Ivory Wayne's right written by those guys. So right. and Eddie to me is like great. Yeah, I seen Kenny Ivory Wayne's and, and and Robert Down not Robert Robert Townsend. Townsend yeah, but I thought there was like the directors. And well, Townsend Tom, directed, directed it. Okay. I think Kenny did some writing. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure, Eddie. Eddie, when you become, you get a certain part of your career where you're just extremely busy. You gotta time, get, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with hiring writers. I mean, I'm yet to do it. I write my own shit. Right. You know, um, but you know, if I was throwing out specials every two, three years, then you gotta write because right. as a comedian, we don't. You can write a material; it's good for three years. Right. You go circle around the country for three years with that same material. And then, you know, every three, but if you're putting shit out every year, every two years, then you gotta, you gotta get some help. Well, let's take the shot, what, let's take the shot. What you if got your was, shot? What if it was some like alien type of comedian, right? Mm -hmm. That could put in more work than that, than all that work you talking about, right? right? Could do more, all of that shit than you talking about and still write his own shit and don't need no writers. Oh, right, that's dope. I mean, he should be, he should be like, he should get some type of acknowledgement. He should. Right? He should be I'll take the shot, Definitely. Oh, this, this is about saluting people's career. And we salute y'all's career. Come on, goddamn, make some noise! Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. 
Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You ever got a poster to write for MC that you was like, what the fuck, get out of here? Yeah, early on in my career, mm, went to Cali with Swiss. The first time I seen Holly Berry, too, he was waiting outside the hotel. Holly Berry is involved? Yeah. Uh, I've never had a Holly Berry story on Drink Chaps, goddammit. Let's let's round it up for that. I need to hear a Holly Berry story, goddammit. Come on, let's do it. Did she she have on cherries? I just feel like she just came out with cherries in her hair. No? I can't remember, (laughs) man. I was always a Holly Berry fan when I first seen her. Sorry, you got to remember every moment when you've seen Holly Berry. Yeah, she was like... This is not Keisha from Wall Bounds. This nah. is Holly Berry. You're supposed to remember. Come on. Nah, I don't remember exactly what happened. Oh, this is blasphemy. Okay, but remember what you remember. Tell us what happened when you see Holly Berry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I never believe you see Holly Berry. I'm a nigga, nigga. The first thing I got, people say, stay, keep him away. You don't let me go in. go. Like, me in the truck, right? It's a driver, nigga, Swiss homie. Swiss, like, in the passenger side. I'm in the back of the truck behind the driver, mm-hmm. and Mashonda like in the other side, like behind Swiss, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just remember Holly Berry walking past, and it just caught everybody off guard. So when Swiss looked over and see her, he like, what the fuck? <coughs> I think he said something like, what the fuck? Or who is that? Or something crazy like that he said in front of Mashonda, and then once he said that, the driver seen that he just jumped out the car. He just ran upstairs to his room to get his camera. I don't know where he went. It was like a crazy situation, and I'm just like fucked up. But I was a young boy. I wasn't even established yet. I wasn't even dressed yet. I wasn't he was even right iced for. down. I wasn't even, and I was a young boy. I ain't wanted to meet me. I'm like first impression is everything. So I was looking at it, but I ain't want to meet her. Was it Harry Berry in Monster Ball or was it Harry Berry in Baps? Nigga, what time? When does this happen? That's, that's the very good question. Monster Ball. Monster Ball. Nah, oh, that's when she won the glow. Damn. Baps is when she was coming. Nah, it wasn't, a ba- it wasn't a Baps, Holly Berry. She okay. was like at a at her baddest point. She looked like like how she be looking when she had her baddest point in one of the movies. She oh, yeah. came out there looking James crazy. And she was walking. I remember she had on some pants, and mm. she was by so too. And she like walked to the edge of the hotel, and the car pulled down, and then she ran into the car and jumped in and wow. pulled off. Wow! Make some noise for Holly Berry story. Okay. Now, now, one of the legendary battles I said it earlier. I think I think um, you cut yourself off. Was you and Freeway? Yeah. Like what was that? What was that? Rockefeller um, versus Rough Riders. It was always that type of energy between them. Mm. 
So one day I was in the studio with Swiss. It was a Mary J. Blige song. Mm. And um like how you name Swiss was rapping. Swiss did the beat and Jay-Z was rapping on it, but they had did it like a minute ago, so she wanted them to update the song. Swiss to update the beat. Jay-Z to change the verse around a little bit. Mm. So she set up a session for them to come through and do that. Me and Swiss get there first. And while we in there, he fucking with the beat, I get hungry. So I tell Swiss driver to take me to McDonald's and shit. And while I'm, while I'm going to McDonald's, um, the whole Rockefeller on Hot 97, it's that legendary freestyle yeah. they had when they yeah. was going crazy yeah. on the radio. Yeah. They talking about they want to battle niggas and all that. And I felt like they was talking about me because I was active at that time. Even though they wasn't, I just felt like they was. Yeah. And Jay-Z like, yo, niggas said they want to call up and battle. Guess how much they said they wanted to bet? A thousand dollars. Holla, he talking crazy to niggas that want best small money and all that. So I just feel like, I just feel personal about it. So when I get back to the front of McDonald's, I tell Swiss about it. And he like, oh, that's cool. Jay-Z coming to the studio tonight anyway to redo this verse. Mm -hmm. So I start just sitting on the couch thinking I'm about to meet Jay-Z for the first time. I been was a fan. Mm -hmm. So I'm just happy he coming through. But also I'm thinking about these young boys he got. And when he come through the studio, he come by himself with no state property. You know what I'm saying? And y'all don't know each other's state yeah, property? Yeah, I because yeah, I, I just feel like everybody from Philly know each other. Like, I go to a beer conversation at some point. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, though? No? That's another way this happens. Beer conversation. Well, like, everybody <laughs> got a beer from Philly <laughs> at some <laughs> point. Even me, I was fucked up. I thought all state property was like a team. I, I heard, thought I, they were squad. I, just found I thought that they was all like a team. But, huh. you know, they put them niggas yeah. together, so they barely knew each other. Right. So I ran into a few niggas in state property. You know what I'm saying? Before that, actually I ran into Beans one time, he was gonna put me on the record. Mm. He was a fan, cause I was like running this radio show in my city, and he mm. was a fan, so when he met me, he wanted to put me on the record. Mm. That I piss on your grave, I shit on your tomb, consider your doom. Mm. But that's how I knew Beans, so I met him before that time, but Jay-Z didn't tell him it was me. He didn't say I got the ball B from Philly, the ball mm. Cassidy, he just said, I got this nigga in the studio talking crazy. I need mm. y'all to come through the studio and do this nigga dirty like that. He didn't mm. explain to him who it was. So they didn't know it was Philly on Philly crime? Nah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, Swiss pick up the phone. He start calling niggas Rough Riders right down the street at the other studio. So they start showing up. That's how niggas come with the cameras and all that. And then a little bit after that, the door kick get kicked open. Boom. And I hear, it's Mac, bitch. And Mac come in the room. And, and, and niggas is behind them, Oskino, Chris, Freeway, they all with him. And that nigga start coming in the room and he looking around like this. And Beans, Freeway. No, Beans, no, Beans, Beans, Beans looking around at niggas. And then he see me on the couch and he like, oh shit, be from Philly. Cause he know how I give it up. He like, oh shit, be from Philly. And he shake my hand. And you know what I'm saying? That's how that shit went. And then Jay-Z like, now who you say you wanted to battle? I'm like, man, I ain't say I wanted to battle with none of these niggas. I kill any of these niggas. I don't give a fuck who you pick. Like, then niggas start saying, free, go ahead, free, free, go ahead, free. That's all I remember. Niggas saying free. And I think free was like, put on a beat. And I, nah, that was the afterwards. That was the but afterwards. I'm like, why they pick free? I thought they was going to pick a different nigga. I and you knew free? You knew him? Nah, but oh. I heard him. Like, from the city, they. Like state property, they was already like down with Jay-Z and already putting out shit. So I heard his music and I heard that he had that like ride the beat type of flow and the in and out rhyme pattern. And the shit sound dope on beat, but in battle rap, I know it wasn't gonna register right. So I don't think they should have picked him, but they did. And that's how that shit went down. 
I just was representing my team, Rough Riders, at the time because that's who you I was. You were signed, and, and that's myself, what got you signed. My own brand because Jay Z was super disrespecting me, like I ain't give it up. So that's how. That's how. And I you was already signed, or time. this got you signed? Nah, I was signed. I was signed oh. to Swiss. That's why I was in the studio wow. with Swiss while he was working on the song. Could have lost your and deal I had if you had a budget open. Uh, I had a budget open. Uh, like, 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 you know, just line. think about it. Like, yeah, like yeah. you could have lost your deal if you would have lost that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's crazy, man. Well, God bless you for winning that one. Did you, um, you ever receive slack from that from Freeway? Like Freeway ever wanted a, a part two? You ever, you ever seen you late night on South Street and was like, nigga, what's going on? Part two. Me nigga. and Free, we actually did records after that. Okay. Um, ran into each other a lot of times after that. Mm -hmm. Like, I fuck with Free. Free was just riding for his team at the time. They called out his name. They put him in a position. They ain't know what type of nigga I was or what they was dealing with. It was like a misunderstanding that they put him in. And you know what I'm saying? He know how that shit go. He just wasn't prepared. Plus, he just was on the radio, giving it up, spitting all them verses. So, you know what I'm saying? To take him right out the radio and put him in front of a nigga like me, it wasn't a good scenario. So, um, I seen Free, and he said, nigga still remind him about it to this day. Like, they don't let it die. They keep bringing it up everywhere he go. He constantly hear about it. But, you know, Free a good nigga, so he don't hold no grudges and shit. I actually ran into Dame, I was fucking with Dame, and Dame was telling me like, yo, if I was there, you know what I'm saying, that shit would have never went down. We had budgets opened up for this nigga, we was working on this album, why would y'all put him in a battle at that time, man? <laughs> like, after that, I told that nigga, yo, you want, you want, want me to be for real with you, Cass? I told that nigga, he gotta come at you. I told that nigga, man, fuck that. You gotta go at this nigga now, you gotta chill. Really? And free ain't. I mean, I ain't never had Free do it, so I guess Free ain't want to do it. He like, that's the reason why we stopped fucking with him the same way. So the same way you said I could have I could have got dropped. Uh, it probably affected a lot of shit that could have happened in Freeway career, but that's how battle rap used to be back in the day. That shit used to be real. Right. Is comedy like that? Do you guys like have a comedy offs in the backstage? Oh, yeah, comedy man. Offs. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, was, I'm always, you know, um, Philly. I mean, of course, me, Cav. I mean, whenever comics get together, man, just be ready. Because right. you don't know who's going to go at who. Just start, just just pick a nigga and just go on him. Because right. if not, you right. might be the nigga that won't pick. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So right. it's like that, but it ain't nothing. I mean, it, that was prior to social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like for rookies? Like if there's a rookies and like uh, a new rookies and Nah, it's just more dudes that know yeah. each other. You know, okay. like, I mean, Philly was not a really a a big platform for comedy. So a lot of us took a lot of trips to New York. So, we, wow. you know, so we'll go there and we'll... You know, in comics, we just we see each other. We just start roasting. I mean, right. back in the day, with comedians like Talent and like Rob Stapleton, you know, Cab. We all get together. And we just just like start lighting each other up. So just be ready, cause you never know. But it wasn't nothing that gonna fuck up your career. Not like these guys. You know, right. rap. Yeah. The stage, you get booed on stage. I, I, I just fuck you up your career. You had jokes about Meek when and during the, the Drake show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get everybody, man. I, Nobody I think safe. Had, you posted a joke about Meek with Meek in the picture. <laughs> One time, yeah, that did something like. Shelter oh, no, shit, no, some that, celebrity I, shit, some shit. This is the first time me. Yes, you know what? I looked at him. This nigga Mike is. Bad. No, no, that one was a big mistake. Okay, all right. My ex, that was my ex. My ex. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I never talked about it because I never yeah. want to blame, blame, blame shit on my girl okay. at that time. You know, but it was the, the and my ex did that dumb shit that time. See, like Meek at the end of the day, my joke? homie, right. and I and I knew what he was going through. And I, you know what I mean? Right. I'll do certain jokes, but no, I'm the type who do a joke, but not a joke that nigga want to shoot you over. Right. 
Right. I do a joke where I'm, if my goal is, if I, if I clown somebody, my goal is to make that person laugh. Right. That the person's person not gonna laugh. Yeah, the right. person I'm clowning is you not laughing. Laugh right. Like I make jokes about, I make gay jokes about, my gay joke will make a gay person laugh. Right. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean, make them wanna go and try to cancel Michael Blackson. Right. Right. That you know scene that's you a... did about Meek in that movie we did, Coney Montana, that whole that's scene you did with the cops about Meek and all that you did? In Coney? You gotta watch your own movie, man. <laughs> 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 so, so let me tell you the story, right? With, with um, so we just we did a benefit, me, Meek, uh, we did a benefit, and then while I was we took all took a picture together. So while I was going home, I'm driving. I told my girl, I said, look, here's a picture. Put this caption on this picture. I said, put on. Damn, I forgot exactly what the fuck caption I said. But, but it was something like um, me. Uh, Nikki's boyfriend, something, something light, yeah. nothing's crazy. Like I didn't want to call him Meek. I don't want to call him like uh. Nikki's boyfriend or something, right? <laughs> I said, put that and put that in the caption. This, I think you said world tall, girl tall, something like that. Something. No, no, it was oh. no. Nah, this my nah, my girl at that time was a savage. Okay, you know what I mean. This right. she a writer, she was singer songwriter. This chick was a real savage, and for some reason she, but she never, for some reason she never liked Meek. Okay, I don't know why, uh. but she wrote the most savage thing on there, and I had no clue. Uh. I'm driving right. Next thing you know, I'm getting texts from like Meek's goons. Like, uh. yo, what the fuck is that about? I'm like, uh. what you talking about? I looked. I'm like, bitch, what you post? She went real hard, so you know right. what I mean? Right. And we had to squash all that. But oh, yeah, but that, that one didn't come from me. Like I said, I go hard, yeah. but I go hard enough where, not hard enough, I go hard that the person I joke about laugh. Right. If, Nick, if Mickey ain't laughing what I'm saying about him, then I'm not gonna do it, especially if it's my homie. All right. Wow. Now, drama, I was just hanging out with Gilly. Mm-hmm. And Gilly said it was a time where <clears throat> cash money, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'll give you the t- tough questions. Don't worry, I'm, I'm getting easy out of it. It's not even a tough, it's not, you're putting me in a tough spot. <laughs> it's a tough spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough spot. So Gilly said, this is the first time, I said, God said, listen, Gilly, I'm going to be honest. I never thought, I, never, I don't think cash money is black. I never thought that was remotely true. He said it on the show, that they were blackballing them? Yeah, I told him I didn't believe it on the show. And he said, you got to ask DJ Drama. DJ Drama just did my show. He said, we asked him to do uh, something, and he said, yo, you know what, I'll stand by it. But he said that Wayne called you and said, you can leave him on there, you can leave him on the show, but just know you'll never have another Wayne verse ever in your life. You, you know I love you, Nori, but yeah. out of respect, I I just had this convo with Gilly. Yes, yes. We got it and on And you film. know, it's like, an ex- it's, it's, it's like a mixtape, so it's an exclusive. <laughs> you can't give you exclusives. Yeah, twice. Like, twice. Yeah, because once, once, once. I already got it, man. I already got it. And I know when Gilly's is dropping. Don't worry. You gotta ask you, Gilly. No, I did. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm asking you to co That is crazy, though. So, I actually existed. But I can't call that blackball. Yeah, that's a form of blackball. No. If I call with the label, if I call with the management, if I call with the higher ups, that could just be an artist being sensitive. We're sensitive mother flippers. Facts. It could be just be an artist sensitive. That artist might not necessarily have that power. That was a one-on-one conversation, I will say that. Right. So it wasn't a, right. you know, Gilly right. has his own right. take on being right. blackballed. I was not part of the blackball, per se. Right. 
Yeah, me and Wayne talked. Let's make some noise with these drama avoided that shit. He avoided that one too. You ever been blackballed? Blackballing shit is real. It's just all about the power you got. Everybody blackball niggas that they don't like. It's just all about the power you got. It's leveraging What do you think blackballing? What extent you willing to use it on? Like how much you don't fuck with that nigga? How much you getting on your nerves? And how much you willing to move forward with it and deal with it? But everybody blackballed niggas to a certain extent. All right, drama, drama, drama. Fucking with this artist. I don't fuck with this artist. I tell drama I don't want to be on that side of the tape. I don't look at that as blackball. Yeah, I don't necessarily look at that as blackball per se either. But now if I say I'm never giving you nothing ever again, I can say skip that tape and catch me on the next tape. No, it's simple as this, man. If you more powerful than whoever you said you ain't doing that tape with, if you put this nigga on there and you got more leverage, more fan base, and more control over what's going on, and you say that, then you blackballing that nigga. Now, if he just as powerful or more powerful than you and you say that, then you can't do it. A nigga gonna be like, he probably gonna side with that nigga more than you. You gonna have to fight and yell and scream and it still might not get done if the nigga more powerful than you. So you can't blackball a nigga that got just as much leverage or more powerful than you. I but agree. a little nigga, and you got all this mm-hmm. leverage and niggas, they oh, might not the even be doing, they might not the even be doing business with you. They okay, might just okay. think in the future I okay, want to go on a drink chance. All right, so, but so what, what, what if the little nigga, nigga violated? What if the little nigga actually did do something? Now, if the dude ain't do something and I say, I ain't fucking with that tape if he's on there, then I'm wrong, actually. That is called violating, that is called hating. But what if the dude actually did something and then drama calls me and says, yo, yo, Nori, I know um, you, and, you and Orange Light is going through it. You know what I'm saying? I say, well, drama, you know, that's between me and him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna fuck with that. Now, if drama says, now that's on drama to say, you know what? This might affect me and Nori's relationship moving forward. Mm-hmm. Nori's not hating. But I, I tell you like this, like I said, one time I had somebody, uh, Foxy Brown had this Puff on my record. So I went to see Puff because I wanted to keep my relationship. Yeah. And Puff screamed on me like, what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? I'm like, Total opposite of what I thought. So I said, all right, cool. So I'm not supposed to put out the record? He said, nah, get money, nigga. And I said, oh, shit. He expressed his opinion, but he didn't let it get in the way of business. Holy moly, guacamole. It's a businessman. That wasn't a hater. Yeah. That wasn't a, he expressed to me, I didn't like that. I didn't appreciate you let somebody dissing me on your record. But at the same token, this shit is a great record, man. But, Throw it out. But you also knew, you knew, you knew what that was about because. Throw said, it out. The man told me that to my face. You also said yourself you had to, you had to talk to Foxy about going back in and like doing. No, she did that on her own. She, oh, okay, I, she so. actually dumbed down her verse on her own. You was there, right, EFN, I believe. Yeah. She, her, her first couple of verses was. Was even worse. Oh, so that, I appreciate it. Did he but, do that with everybody concerning Foxy? Every situation that Foxy was in, and Puffy say get money to everybody, or did he just do that only to you? No, I stepped to him. I didn't. I didn't wait for he him to step to me. To now everybody money. has the luxury to have those I'm relationships. Just saying, he might have told you to get money, but it might have been 10, 20 other motherfuckers that he yeah. could have affected my relationship nah, with him. He might have said get money, but that might have been a trap for me to be like, yo, I ain't never gonna fuck with him again because I know he'll. You know what I'm saying? And so, but I felt like a man about it. Like I felt like a man when I stepped to him. I was just like, yo, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mob Deep, because really it's Mob Deep and CNN. And we're just putting the girls, let the girls, the girls beefing. That ain't got nothing to do with us. So let Kim and Foxy beef, and that shit ain't got nothing to do with us. But it threw in the, the, the dude, but I didn't, okay, I'm, I feel like you. No, I feel, I feel like people in the rap, like, niggas always feel a type of way if it's, they have a certain relationship and then you allow somebody to 
Right. There's somebody on your record, like, mm. you know, so. Now I understand that. Yeah. Now I understand. Is that like that in comedy? If you yeah. bring somebody in your comedy show and there's somebody, you, you got beef with them now? You cannot give nobody the power to end your career, man. Mm. In comedy. Or anywhere. In, 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 in anywhere. In, in anything, any, period. Real. You know? Wow, that's real. I mean, comedy is, wow. to be a successful comedian, you have to be likable. Right. Once you become likable, man, it's right. so hard for one person to have the whole world shut you down, especially right. in the era we're in where we control our own. I have five million followers. Honestly, right. I don't need no fucking body. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, everywhere I go to tell jokes, I sell out. If I want right. to shoot a movie, right. I got five million people to buy it. Right. Mm. You know, so we're right. in a whole different era right now. Right. I mean, look at if, look at Cat Williams. Right. Cat on for a ten-year-old kid, <laughs> smoke crack, did everything. And if anybody will be black boys, Cat, but Cat is so likable and so lovable. Cat could go out and do a movie, do whatever he wants. Right. You can't, you know. I think with comedy, is it's a little different. And I can understand with music, because you guys, you know, I don't know how much you need each other to put you on or whatever that whole thing worked. But during the pandemic, you and your girl been having the most fun. I ain't gonna front. Your apartment looks like it's lit. Don't, don't downgrade my fucking <laughs> crib. It's called penthouse, it's motherfucker. It's called penthouse. I'm so sorry. I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, these niggas are so baby. Guys do, man. And your girl is with it. It's like, yeah, yeah. My, you know what? Um, Pride of my girl, pride of us getting together, you know, when I broke up my ex, the crazy bitch, I almost got me people to <laughs> blow my fucking head off. Right. Right. When I broke up with her, I said to myself, you know, I'm done, no more relationship. I want to be free, do what the fuck I want. And when I met her, you know, my new girl, she was definitely down with what I was doing. She's here to support me and like, hey, Mike, I know what you're about. You know, I'll compromise with you. And she's be like a, the best friends right now, wow. you know. So, hey, check us out. We have a show on VH1 coming out called Couples Retreat. Oh yeah, so, oh, with the VH1 niggas, with the yeah. um, love of hip hop. Love of hip hop, yeah, yeah. So, what well, it brought me in there for some comic relief, you know okay. what I mean? So, the show's coming out yeah, March 29th. You're the only nigga not on love of hip hop that is in there. You got a good check. <laughs> you know how to negotiate a check, goddammit. <laughs> right, which one we popping, y'all? We going to gold or we going to go? We going to go to big boy? Which one we popping? Um, because I ain't gonna. Yeah, we go to big boy. Well, I don't know, but which one, rose or do you want to go gold? Let's keep. Let's Keep already, Rosie. Keep Rosie. I'm gonna let you pop this one. Oh shit! Because, because you know why, drama? Talk to I'm him. coming oh, back to you, man. I'm coming Here back to you. That nigga love drama, boy. Nah, that's my man. Yeah. I don't know why drama. Wait so long. Yeah. 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 Wait so long. Yeah. It's been building up. It's been building up. Now, I need some help. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. No, I'll do it for you, brother. No, you know this is for this is for real champagne popper recipe. Okay. Um. There was a time, you know, I thought DJ Clue was gay. And then K Slay and Envy. But they never quite had what you had. Like I didn't realize how much against the grill meant. Let me let me take it from there. Okay, you take it from there? Okay. I didn't know how much against the grill meant because I never had one. Slight shot. Slight shot. Me.
How crazy was the Gangsta Grills? I mean, just to put it in perspective. And like, how did you come up with it originally, like that concept? Little John just screaming at your mic, and he was like, let's go! Simply, I mean, even before that, like, you know, again, like, I think to put it in perspective, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a nigga from Philly who, cu- who came up on SNS and mm-hmm. Ranji and Dua. Woo! Clue. Woo, you talking DJ shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. EFN back in his hands jumping those up. Those were my early influences. So when I, when I got to Atlanta, not when I got to Atlanta, but after I was in Atlanta for some years and I, I was. Um, That's all you know, I used to. Um, Who were the Atlanta guys doing the mixtapes out there? It was Jelly. It was DJ yeah. Jelly. It was uh, Monte. Um, was Mars doing? Yeah, Mars was doing tapes. Um, uh, uh, Edward J. He was the, you know, he was he's like the OG, the right. legend in Atlanta per se. So when I when I got there, like Big Oomp, Jelly and Monte mm. was, was was killing shit. Right. And the style that I was really using to make Gangsta Girls, because basically, I mean, I, I was, I used to sell the CDs myself. So, I'd have an Up North tape, I had like an eclectic R&B tape, I had a reggae mix tape, I had anything you needed, I had. Lord have Mercy, that was yeah, Lord have Mercy tape? Lord have Mercy. Oh, uh, this, this niggas that know me from just doing reggae parties back, wow. back in the day, wow. like, yeah. facts. Remember, we used to do reggae parties yeah. too. So, I, 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 I skin niggas doing reggae parties. <laughs> Let me just think about that. <laughs> just make some noise for that. <laughs> like you niggas doing reggae parties. Thinking they Sean Paul out here. Sean yes, Paul. Right. No, my man, my man Lake, he says all, all his DJs look the same. We all like some DJs and shit. Damn, okay. So, Gangsta Grills as a, as a concept was like, you know, it was just a, it was a, a South CD that I, you know what I mean, I needed to have something for everybody. Right. As I was paying attention to the mixtape game and the direction that it was going in, I, my influences was coming pretty much from what was happening up top. You know what mm. I'm saying? So, and people weren't applying South music to that formula. And mm. niggas told me that's not what niggas in the South wanted to hear. They didn't mm. want to hear talking on the tape. They didn't want to hear exclusives. They didn't want to hear new shit and everything. And I went totally against the grain and did all that that they said niggas didn't want to hear. And that's how Gangsta Girls was pretty much created. Lil John being the voice was the first host because I was paying attention to people doing hosts and what what have you. So around a time when, you know, I linked with Tip and, you know... Tip is T.I. T.I., you know, literally he's the first... You know, Gangsta Girls became a a street album because of T.I., us... Linking up and you know that being the first body. You say that atrocious or the controversious of most years. He was talking that shit. Day one. <laughs> and from the first time I met him, he told me he was the king of the south. Day one. You know what I'm saying? God bless it. He knew. All but the what time. you said there is what made Gangsta Girls different. They became street albums. Mm-hmm. That changed mixtape game, right there. I think right. it did that. And you know, I, I'm I'm from the Gangsta Girls is the 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 post fifty. And, mm-hmm. and Dipset era per se, you know what right. I'm saying? So I was, I was following that formula in a sense, you know what I mean? And you know, like, with all due respect to, to all the legends that you name, I think when it's, when it's all said and done, there can be conversations about who the best mixtape DJ of all time is. I'm still probably that guy. Talk that talk! Talk but that can be argued. People, you know, I know New York City, like, yeah, yeah. y'all niggas gonna argue that to the, to the death. And I get that, you I know. I know my uh-huh. fans gonna argue it. And that's uh-huh. fine. I, we can, we, I'm, I'm open to the conversation. And you said, but you said best DJ or best mixtape? Best mixtape DJ. Best okay. mixtape DJ of all time. I ain't gonna lie, according to the feds, you are. A Philly DJ and the way I was terrorizing the city, man. No, we, we needed we like, one, man. You know. Gangsta Grills, though, beyond that, is the the most important and impactful mixtape series of all time. 
That can't be argued. I, I can say that. That can't that's be argued. Probably true. And, and you can't I, tell me that's a mixtape that's, series. I think it's the biggest. Yeah. It's the most important mixtape series of all time. I don't think I can argue that either. And especially for breaking the artist. Even before that, it, then it became because a, even artists that was broke to a great artist. Yeah, I mean, yes. people was doubling back and coming back around, and right, I was right. doing them with some of the biggest names in the game. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, so you got one with Pharrell? I do. Wow, I have one with Pharrell. That's wow. crazy. Jeez wow. Louise, Papa Jeez. Yeah. He said I do. But that is that is. I mean, so so because I don't want to circle back to this. So let's just get it all out. What was you think? And let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. Did you think the, the label snitched on you? Nah, I don't think the label snitched on me. But the labels used to snitch on us. He's still label money, I respect that. Uh-huh. The A&Rs <laughs> used to sneak us the records, but the higher-ups and the lawyers used to send the cease and desist. Yeah, no, no, he's right about that. They definitely did that. I mean, what? I think it was... I, think the labels weren't all on the same page. They weren't. Because the legal department and wasn't in tune with the marketing department, per se. Because right. that was the actual That's problem the problem was... There were certain people that was buying more gangster grills than they was buying actual <laughs> artists' albums, right? I mean, I don't, it wasn't. A, I didn't see it as a problem. But I didn't look. They like would it. see it as a problem. People no, were the legal department. You were the legal department. You're saying the money we were seeing is in no comparison. You just in. had suits looking at it as copyright infringement, it, and, nah, they didn't, and they were talking to the people at the label, the A and R's that were at the street level. That that's how they were breaking all the artists that were right. making them their money. But you know, I, I always was. I felt like I was in cahoots with the labels. Like it, it was literally. Yeah, all mixed up. You thought they. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm. I'm not. You know, there were people out there that were leaking music and putting tapes out there. Like that wasn't my repertoire. So, but. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I looked at it like. So, so when the, the feds came, we thought there was, was a joke. Yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't think that. We thought this was your homies like masked up playing man, around Halloween. I, I thought it was. Like, <laughs> you didn't know what happened to the dude out here in Miami years before that. I heard you talk about that on the show. With yeah, he was the first one, but yeah, he, he was a mixtape distributor. Got you. You probably might have dealt with him at some point, but he was I, one of the biggest ones. So yeah, yeah and that's a little different. That's a little different. Yeah, than, that's and there were other like people that probably went down for like. Bootlegging and stuff, but that was a little me different. Seeing it in New I, was York the, I was that seeing guy. Clue, seeing K Slay, seeing MVs, seeing yours, but not knowing the impact of it as if that. Like, what did you think when when what was it? Did it they don't because the feds don't give you a warning, right? They don't nah, see you. Nah, they're nah, raiding your ass. They, they just come and what happened? Yeah, they, and they came, you know, with the the fucking M16s. They treated drawn. like Al Qaeda. Yeah, they they really? came. They came like we had some shit. They wasn't looking for mixtapes. Wow. First thing they said at, when they went in that studio, where the cocaine? Where is it at? Wow. Tell us where it's at. It's gonna be easier on all y'all. Oh, they and thought you were slinging cocaine. And this was your front. Man, they thought I had it all. <laughs> where I mean, are the guns and the drugs at? Wow. Let us know. Wow. They didn't find nothing, bro. Wow. Not a joint. Not a nine millimeter. And, and are you saying I'm a mixtape DJ? And like you, you know, nigga, you illegal. Are they saying shit like well, that? Well, when I when they first looking back on it, I'm I'm shocked at how calm I was because right. nigga, they had M16s pointed at me. I walked wow. outside to move my car, and I remember because you know somebody called me and was like, "Yo, just let you know they they coming over." Yeah, about to say you didn't have an idea. That I had this a warning, no, but I had a warning like maybe. 30 minutes. Oh, this is a law enforcement guy? Somebody had a relative in law enforcement. Right. And they said, yo, we just got word because that was Tiazo's old studio. Right. Oh, so, shit. you know what I'm saying? the guns yet or no? Um, or they, or you set them up with the guns. Not just playing. Come on, man. Just playing. Now it was later that year yeah. that that's just, nah, that hadn't yeah. happened yet. Y'all niggas in Atlanta is hot. <laughs> Look, this shit is hot out there, man. They came, so they came. I remember just, you know, getting on the ground thinking, okay, once we... Figure this out, everything will yeah, be good. Yeah, they're gonna realize you DJ yeah. Drama, they're gonna let you go. Yeah, they ask yeah. for my ID, and then I hear them go over to 
you know, the, the, sh- the thing, sh- sh- yeah. we got one of the perps. And I'm like, what? Like, they tell me my name, stand me up, they say, Tyree Simmons, you're, you're under arrest for bootlegging and racketeering under the RICO law. Yeah. RICO. The fuck? Yeah. And the feds don't come out. When the feds come out, they did they Did they freeze your assets? Because that's what they did, did they? to the dude out here. What? I would check my band. I didn't know about the RICO at the time. Yeah. I didn't know that. You Wait know a minute. Nah, I thought there was a typo when no, I read they that. they hit Go me ahead. with the Rico. Yeah, man. The next day when I went to, I, w- I got out the next day. The drug dealer charges. My nigga, I went to my bank account. That shit said 0.00. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but they let you out the next day. They let me out the okay. next day. Yeah. Right. Let me out the next day. Jesus. Bro. I mean, but you know, in, in hindsight, like, you know, the game was changing. I think, I think looking back on it, like the, the, um, the music industry was taking a hit. You know what I'm saying? And, you and made ways. labels now charge for a mixtape. Yeah, I was charging labels. No, no, I mean like official now. What now, you mean? Now, now labels is actually. Oh yeah, I mean look where it's at now. I mean yeah. it's, it's bigger. It became bigger business than ever even after that. You know, right. and, and 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 speaking on that too, like you know, one of the things for me like was that, you know, I, I felt a little guilty after that. You know, right. just in a sense of like, you know, not even. You know, not even in the conversation, like there were conversations about how much money I was getting or if I was doing it right or wrong or, you know, those beyond that, like this is a culture that I grew up loving and like, you know, like had a passion to, to listen in the clue, like mm-hmm. play everywhere in the streets of Philly and what have you. So for me to become the, the top of the food chain and for this to happen. And, you know, at the time, you know, if I'm gonna tell you, like, people, the mixtape game was like, oh shit, we gotta chill out. They came for drum, like, nobody's safe. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, I can't, I can't let this culture. You realize how big to the top you was, how much of a shark or a whale you were. In hindsight, I mean, it made me even bigger. But you felt you were like a scapegoat? Because that's like, what you were like saying right I now. I felt like I didn't want, I couldn't allow, I didn't want to see a culture die on my shoulders and I'd be to blame for it. Like, there you was one time. Embarrassed, you're saying? Not, not embarrassed, no, but, but just a guilt. Like, there was one time. The suffering, you said, and, and the, you know, the streaming shit, like Napster and all that shit's happening at the same time. Yeah. So they use mixtape DJs now. Oh, mm-hmm. this is a scapegoat. This is why we're losing money when it's not the case. We're helping, at least within the world of hip hop, we're helping. And then, you know, it's the IRAA. Like, these are the same niggas that send me plaques. Like, what? Y'all, y'all in cahoots with them to lock me up? Like, right. t- saying I'm doing something wrong, I'm helping you make millions and billions. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive, HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. 
In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Uh, Cassidy, you had a controversial thing. You had a couple of controversial things, but one of the things is um, in, the, in the middle of your, you know, highlight of your career, this murder case happens. What, 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 what was that about? You know, talk about the parts that you can talk about, you know what I mean? You don't have to talk about anything uh, can't talk about what, what, like what, what was your mind like at, at, at that you got a record deal <clears throat> you know what I mean unless this happens yeah it came right before my second album dropped I'm a hustler oh. um, the single is out the video is out but the album ain't dropped yet that's when I realized I had a warrant I had to turn myself in get with my lawyers turn myself in and shit but I'm thinking I'm gonna be able to bail out like I had a lot of support at that time had the machine behind me. They was ready to push me, so I'm thinking I'm a bail out. But um, I actually went to my first court date. I ain't have a preliminary yet. They pushed the preliminary back, but the judge gave me a bail for 500,000, and I thought I was going to bail out that time. But the DA, like, they went and appealed the shit and said, yo, you can't do that. It's illegal to do that. He ain't even have a preliminary hearing yet to determine what he's charging them with, so how can you give them bail? So they had to appeal that bail. And I had to wait till I had my preliminary hearing. Once I had my preliminary hearing, they gave me a bail. They gave me um, a $2 million bail for the murder and 200000 for each attempt. So it came to like two point, oh no, $2.5 million for the murder and 200000 apiece for the attempts. So I think it came to two point nine or something like that. But they said they got 30 days. I got 30 days to wait. I got to wait. The DA got 30 days to appeal it before I could pay it and get out. So my label and the people behind me was ready to pay it. You know what I'm saying? But on the 30th day, that's when the DA appealed it. Then we went back to court. 
and they said they was charging me with a general murder and in Philly you can't bail out for that. So I had to sit in court until trial. And that's the reason why I was locked up. I couldn't promote the I'm a Hustler album. It was the first platinum ringtone and shit was going crazy and they had it like a nice crazy promo run for me to make it even more of a movie. But I wasn't really there to execute. And um, this was before like the social media days. Like nowadays, if that would have happened, it probably would have been more beneficial for the song. People would have understood what was going on. It was full surface, right? Yeah, but back then, no social media. It was hard for people to understand what was going on. They ain't fully understand the story, and that kind of affected how big that project would have been. Wow. That's crazy, man. Make some noise for that, though, man. Come on, man. Because most rappers that get murdered, it's over. You know what I'm saying? These people try to invade your crib, like Pop Smoke. This is something like that. Um, nah, um, well, the situation actually happened with the murder. I was with some other friends, some other people, you, you know, AR and them, they was with me, you know what I'm saying? And, um, a situation happened when I went in the store, one of they homies got into a confrontation with another nigga, another nigga start choking the nigga, right? I never seen no shit like this neither. Like, I seen niggas go up, punch niggas. I seen niggas go up and kick niggas. I seen even niggas run up and, and drop kick niggas before. But I never seen a nigga like run up to a nigga and just start choking him. <laughs> like in my whole fucking entire life. Like, like a I'm professional like, choker. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 he, like, like, like he meant to choke him. Like he knew what he was doing. Like some wrestling shit. And not a full I'm a fan of the drink champs. I know it's like a long story. It go back. Like I was having a private party for my album release in Philly, right? And it was a hotel party. So one of the niggas sneak upstairs, like we had security blocking niggas from even coming on that floor because it was so crazy. One of the niggas get upstairs and one of my homies like, yo, what the fuck you doing up here? Get the fuck out. What the fuck you doing in the room? So everybody else, you know, zoning out doing them. But he like, what the fuck is you doing in here? Nigga, get the fuck out. There's only real niggas in this room. Get the fuck out, right? So he played the nigga, the nigga feel embarrassed. He don't really want to get out, but he got to. You know what I'm saying? Then my big brother, it's too much commotion. So he jumped out, man, what the fuck, man? Get the, I mean, like, y'all gotta stop this shit. So the next time we see the nigga is at this store, like at this uh, Walmart or whatever. The next time we see the nigga that had to get out. And I'm with the nigga that told him to get out. So I guess he got so much emotions from being embarrassed at that time that he just come up to the nigga and he just start choking the nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he choking him and he like choking him with his hands. But the niggas AR and them, they, they wasn't at the party. They don't know the nigga. They don't know what's going on. They just with the nigga that he choking. So they get him up off of him. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really beat him up because I told him not to. I know the nigga. You know what I'm saying? But they got him up off the nigga or whatever. And when we get back around, when we drive off, that's when the conversation happened. Niggas start calling my phone thinking we rolled on they man when I really saved they man life. And that's how the issue happened. But people think it was like somebody trying to run down on me, like I was trying to get robbed or somebody was about to come kill me and AR saved my life. No, that was the issue that they was going through. They was in a situation and I gave them the guns because they was acting like they were shooters. So if y'all got guns then and y'all shooters, everybody comfortable. And when I gave them guns, that's how the whole situation went wrong. And 
niggas got shot and all that, and I got snitched on it too, like I was a shooter. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I went to jail for a murder. But it was nobody defending me. It wasn't nothing happened to me. It wasn't even an issue with me. I was doing music about to go to New York and record, and the niggas that I was with got in the situation, and then when they got locked up, they told on me. And that's how I got a warrant issued out for my arrest. They said I was a shooter. And just that statement alone was enough to lock the rapper up, because that's wow. what they really want me. You know so the nigga saying? that got choked in never died? Nah, he never died. Nothing never happened to him. He's still, you know, in the world. Ch Did he make chicken. it to the hotel party? <laughs> <laughs> How was it working with R. Kelly? Let's just be clear. I mean, what you a ain't know who he was back then. You ain't know who he was back then. I ain't talking about R. Kelly now. I'm talking about the nigga that he was back then. How was he? I Yo, mean, it had, had to be dope. How was your discrepancy with Swiss? Because I remember we was on the phone before. You know, we we, we friends, man. We yeah. were back in the day. My discrepancy we was with Swiss. I don't we know. I have many discrepancies with Swiss. With Swiss. Swiss, is, but Swiss is my brother. I have many discrepancies. We Virgo, so... um. You know, I clash, I, you know, um, it's been oh, plenty man. of Virgo on Virgo crime. Yeah, Virgo on Virgo crime <laughs> happens a lot. Um, yeah, it's been a, a couple of times. Shit, I had a discrepancy with Swiss recently. Uh, Swiss was on here, and um, we spoke about his his problem with Drake, and he edited me. He told me he wanted it, me to edit him, and I, I we don't edit at all, and I edited him, and I was mad as shit, because I felt like he had spoke articulate. I felt like he... He didn't do what he did on the on his Instagram live when he went at Drake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I wouldn't have put Swiss in um harm's way because Drake had just called us and was like, yo, we coming down, like I'm coming down. He so was, I, he was ready to do drink chance. He was ready to do yeah. drink chance. So I wouldn't have let Swiss go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I actually would have, you know, for lack of a better term, tamed him. Like I wouldn't have edited, but I tamed him, so I did. And then he's like, nah, he called me, he was like, yo. You know, edit that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, all right. Cause I don't like editing. I don't like editing myself. I say something stupid. Like I'm like, fuck it. Just let me, let me, let me just go. We look stupid it. all the time. Yeah, we look stupid all the time. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind at all. But yeah, no, I, 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 I was, I kind of mad. Like that's, 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 that's a reason. But um, you know, that's what I, I noticed in this game. If you're gonna be around people, you're gonna find things that that you love of them, and you're gonna find things that you, you know. I don't want to use the word hate, but you dislike of them. You know what I mean? But that doesn't make you this friends. It's just, it's just been a whole bunch of shit. Same thing with Pharrell. Like, I know Pharrell, 22 years, Pharrell at one point was doing country music, and he told me, I'm doing country music. And I said, what, nigga? <laughs> the fuck, nigga? I'm trying to put another super thumb. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I need another whole boy. Like, you know, but it happens, man. And, um, you know, through the grace of... I want to say God, and through the grace of, you know, just being now, a I know what happened, because there's been times when you called me, yeah. Nori on some real nigga shit, yeah. times when I was well, tell me one of the times, I don't mind, times let's go. When I was going I'm through in. with Meek, I was about to go crazy on Meek, I'm in my like, crib, uh -huh. like, I can't believe this nigga, mm -hmm. I'm about to go crazy on this nigga, right. and you calling me, you checking in, you like, yeah. yo, what's up, man, you right. checking my temperature, right. you trying to see if it's just rap, if it's something right. serious. Yeah, I, yeah, Philly or Philly crime is always advice. serious to me. You giving me all mm -hmm. the advice that you knew me, you an OG, I need to relax, I don't need to take it past this level. You always been giving me good advice to calm down. Yes, sir. But one time I talked to you when you was talking about Swiss, and it was in reverse. I'm I was in. trying to calm you down. I'm in. Let's go there, man. You was going crazy. I'm like, yo, Laurie is about to go crazy yeah. on this nigga. So uh, what is going on? So uh, my brother, what is, what is, what is happening? Yeah, I was, What's I, happening? I, I, I could imagine that. I don't you know, know. I don't know which time. So but I could I imagine. It I, get, I ain't denying it. How about this? It get crazy at times, man. It get crazy at times, and there's times like we wasn't we wasn't communicating. 
we wasn't speaking, so it's not like I could really tap in. Right. You the one tapping right. in. You right. the nigga that's reaching right. out, tapping right. in. I'm not right. I'm not talking right. to him. Right. So I feel where you're coming from, right. but it's at it the same time, industry. it's like, damn, like, no, I'm between a rock and a hard place, and I'm trying to calm you down. You're right. like, man, I no, swear to God. That's my brother, though. That's my yeah, brother. Yeah. I, I respect that, man. I respect me being mad, though. And I ain't denying you at all. Nah, I listen, ain't denying you. Listen, nah, let me be this, clear. This the drink champs, man. What's we going on, Shabazz? Listen, go? I ain't denying that at all. I'm B knows, though. Because one but thing was showing me is y'all went through more of a yeah. discrepancy than me and, me and him. Okay. Like, I wasn't even on that tip like how right. you was with him. Right. I never got to that tip. It's just over business, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a miscommunication. And a lot of niggas that's, that came out around my time or even before me we got regular is somehow? arguing, going through shit about them being locked in contracts and in predicaments and they only getting a little bit of money publishing every year. They wish they could get out of contracts that they been signed when they was kids. Mm. So niggas is trying to get out of these contracts because they know they not right and they stuck in them. Right. And because I was able to, niggas think it's a discrepancy. I did something wrong. Now I did the, what was best for my brand at the time. Wow. That's what's up. That's what's and that's why I've been moving independent like this for the last 15 years. Niggas can't really control and what, 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 me, assign me. With? I don't really get caught up in the loop. I don't really got to please nobody. I don't got to laugh and smile. Right. I don't got to do nothing. If Michael Blackston called me for a movie, I could do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could call you, be like, yo, I want to put together a drink champs to get it popping. Right. It might not be in his best interest because I don't got the machine behind me, but right. I could do whatever I want to do at any given time. Right. And that's why I appreciate coming on this platform because it's all for me and my brand, not for nobody else and nothing else niggas got going on. It's all for what me and my team got going on and that's why I appreciate this situation more than ever. It might yeah. take a longer, I know you love the machines. It's easy yeah, and money. It's machine. easy. It's an easier road. I love, I love. Yeah. It's easier. Fuck being in the machine. Fuck being in the machine. Fuck being independent. I want it's that a, check. It's a harder fight like this. <laughs> it's a harder fight like this. But when, <laughs> once you once you go through the fight and you get the knockout or you get the you win by decision and you go through that fight and then you win. Then you like untouchable. There's nothing nobody could do to you, and there's nothing nobody could compare to you. And then the same amount of money gonna open up for you is just gonna take a little longer time. Right. So you know how that what, shit goes. You like, you like being with a network, or you like being on Instagram? Oh, like, <laughs> the, way the way you put that, the way you put that, no, I like doing my own thing. You like, know, the right. thing about it, the industry didn't step up to me to every bit up. What, seven years ago? Man, y'all been telling jokes for over 25 years. Uh, they only come to you when they know they could make money off you. Right. You know, so when I got to the point where I could make my own money, I'm After like, fuck Wakanda. him, I don't need him. After Wakanda. I, why you get a role in Wakanda? Forget, what, <laughs> forget Wakanda, nigga. I'm in the biggest movie that's coming out next week, nigga. <laughs> coming to America, America too, too, okay? That's right. <laughs> you gotta line this up for that to come out that week. You gotta line it up. <laughs> Drink champs, he said something about Eddie Murphy. He pieced up the fact that he had a little writer. He like, but yo, that's my nigga. He the most creative nigga. Mm -hmm. I love that nigga. Yeah, I'm saying I love him, but you ain't understand why he was doing that. It was for later on in the conversation. This is this is you pick one. And look, if you wanna pick both, you gotta take a shot. So bring that bring a shot. 
New rules. Yeah, new rules. Yeah, I was about to say, I've seen this so many times. No, no, we, we made it up very soon. We just invented it this past week. We made it that. DMX had a lot of balls for that. Okay. It was actually Sim, Sim Thug actually is the I'm the one that, that allows Well, I, I came up with the rule You can allow the both But Slim Thug was actually When I said If you're gonna do both, both you, gotta, you gotta drink You gotta drink uh, uh, And then we shot. said That'll be the rule and That's the new now. rule right, Yeah, right. grab one of the bottles And survive, God damn it And everybody got their shot glass, right? <laughs> Alright, cool this, this So you take a shot at what? What happened? Take a shot If, if you wanna If you wanna say both He's That's gonna give you, you, say both. He's gonna give you two options um, To yeah. pick one of, of two If you wanna say both You gotta take a shot Oh, alright Cool. Because it's gonna be like, you know. You ready? I'm first motherfucker. Yeah, you first motherfucker. <laughs> first of all, I wanna take a shot even without it being asked the question. <laughs> Let me just take a shot anyway. I just wanna take a shot of me, for me. I wanna take a shot. But get the shot ready for, for, for these Negroes. All right, cool. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. This is gonna be hard. We start with Michael Blacksman. You ready? Drink chance. Let's go. You said hold up? He in the box, no, in the camera. Said, I just want a shot anyway. I just want a shot anyway. Cool. You in? You in too? All right, let's go, baby. All right, let's go, baby. I'm taking a shot. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll take a shot. Richard Pryor. Give me one ready. I'm sorry. Or Eddie Murphy. Oh, definitely Eddie Murphy. Damn, I thought that. I didn't think that was going to be that easy. Yeah. Too easy. I ain't think that. I'm going to take that for you. Richard Pryor. Richard admitted to sucking a dick. I couldn't roll with that nigga. Oh, man. Damn. Why you have to fuck it up for us, man? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, that that wasn't the hacks I was expecting. That's what's up, that's rock. Yeah, all right, all right. Cassidy. A little bit of do say. Beanie Siegel or Jada Kiss? Mm. Mm. Take a mm. shot and bow out. Jada kiss. Okay, mm. wow. That's not personal, right? This is like bars. You oh. asking me who I pick, who, the, who, my, who I would pick. <laughs> this is payback. Taking my weight this long. Beans and Kiss both legends Meek though, Mill. but I gotta go with Kiss. Or Drake. Drake. Uh, he's a that fast. Gotta go back to Philly. You should remember that. That's fine. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's trying to throw a Philly nigga in the conversation yeah. and see if we gonna pick the Philly nigga over the other right, nigga to see if we gonna sign with the city back to you. over a different nigga. Nas or Jay-Z? I'm not gonna ask why this time. Nas. I did wild like songs it. with Nas, Nas your wild love to me, came to the studio, fuck with me, and he got eat out. So I gotta go with Nas. Kevin Hart, Will Smith. What a combination, nigga. <laughs> Name the same uh, category. Never know. I think you're gonna say like Kevin. I think you gonna say like Kevin Hart, like Mike Epps or something. That's what I was expecting. Okay. You probably you might want to do that one. We're gonna rewind the tape. Everybody rewind your memory. Kevin Hart or Mike Epps. Has you need to stop fucking with these fucking file guys questions. <laughs> I, I gotta go with Epps, because I made more money with Epps. And y'all did the Fridays shit. You, the you Friday we're on tour together right now. Really? We're on tour. Yeah, we've been touring for like 
a few years together. So mm. is who are, you know what I mean? I go he made comedian. the question easier for himself. Yeah. <laughs> who a better comedian? Who's a better comedian? I mean, Epps is more sillier to me. You know, I like silly motherfuckers. Kev's my nigga. He's talented and he's business-minded. He's a great guy, but I got to I gotta go with a silly nigga. Okay. You ready? Meek Mill or P.D. Crap? Meek Mill. P.D. Crack, I fuck with P.D. He originated that style. You gotta give him love. Boy, he just not active enough. He not, he not working hard enough. He not, he not active enough for me. Like, especially in the last 10 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Meek been too, too active the last 10 years, the, you know what I'm saying? For me to say P.D. So I got to opposite or Kobe? Oh, I, I respect that. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with you. Yeah. I couldn't answer that question. I'm going to take a shot with nah, you. Nah, but actually, I want to take that back. Okay. Now, nah, I'm going to go with Petey. Because he, that's... Petey that's the first, first, first street chance. I'm going to take it back. Yeah. You're going to take a shot for taking it back. I got son, my son about to be 18. So sometimes you be around the crowd, like my nigga, he be playing all his music, they be caught up in the, so I'm thinking about like success and accomplishments and how many people been talking about him. I'm in the same bag as like social media niggas. But I know PD originated that style. I even did a diss song telling me how he stole PD style. And PD was super active when he was, you know what I mean, doing his thing, so I'm gonna have to go with PD. Right, you gotta take a shot for rewind though. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the rewind. I mean, making an editor work yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, nigga. No, he got nah, a shot. Oh no, no, no I ain't fucking with that surround. Right, you you yeah, oh yeah, oh my bad, my bad. Give me that do say. Come on, baby. We're trying yeah. to make some matches and have me yeah, yeah, see nah, 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 nah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm, I'm going. Just right back up. So oh, Michael Blacksmith. This is great, by the way. A shot for that, a shot for that. Yeah, oh, I'm in, I'm in. Shot for that. And shot for y'all, man. Shot for y'all, man, for coming through. Mm-hmm. That's how that goes down. Okay. I'm not sure this question is for you. Hold on. I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to stay on you, Cassidy. Nah, I'm giving this to all three of y'all. Black Thought or Corrupt? Love Tough. my nigga corrupt. I'm gonna go black dog. No, I got one for you. No, no, no. Capone the DJ at EFN. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going NRE all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going NRE all day. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, though. I'll take a shot for that, though. Definitely will. Um, that's, what, that's your answer? That means you take what? a shot. What? You I said black dog or corrupt. black dog. Black Thought or Corrupt? Yeah, whichever way you want to go with it. Damn, man. Corrupt. I think you need to tell, corrupt. you know, clarify that. You know, everybody corrupt. doesn't know Corrupt's from Philly. Corrupt, so. my nigga. If corrupt is from Philly. Right. Yeah, okay. Corrupt. So everybody should know. Yeah, corrupt. Corrupt. Yeah, I, Yo, like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, back when I was a young boy, like, before Rough Riders and all that, I was about to go sign a Corrupt. He was in the city, he was active, and niggas took me to him. Mm. And I was about to sign to him way back in the day. 
And he probably called my phone like last week, FaceTime me, let me know what's going on. So I fuck with corrupt That's personally. Crazy. The same shit happened to me when I was like 15. He came to Germantown and somebody was telling me like, yo, corrupt needs a DJ. I'm, this is before everything. I mean, one time Black Thought pulled me on stage with The Roots and let me perform. I think we was in Atlanta or somewhere. He pulled me on stage like years ago, but that was like one time. Corrupt more more active, he fuck with me, hit me up, so I, I fuck with Corrupt, I gotta go with Corrupt. Yeah, I gotta go. How y'all making quick time with Slime? A longer segment. I gotta go to Corrupt. Quick. I'm going to Corrupt. <laughs> oh, I ain't know yeah, about yeah. that quick. I ain't it's know. It's so funny. Okay, it's okay. 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 just okay. playing a Snoop and a Corrupt song. You said you want Corrupt? I want Corrupt. Okay, I'm I met him personally right. cool. and... Come on. All right, All three of y'all. Foxy Brown, Little Kim. Little Kim. Yeah, Little Kim. Looking. I never. Um, you can't be dark skinned doing that, man. I'm gonna be honest. I think, I <laughs> no, think, no, no. I think you. Like, well, the dark skinned community what? might have what a meeting mean? about you. You know, it's, they've been trading niggas lately. No, no, no. It's it's really tough because I met uh, Foxy. I just. I met her <laughs> like maybe. I met Kim a little later in her career, like more recently. You know, and I met Foxy maybe 10 years ago. We love them both. We love them both. Yeah, Let's yeah, you guys do, man. Let's I mean, okay. Foxy cool, but I fuck with Kim. That's my homie. I, I really know Kim. Like, we did records together. I fuck with Kim, so I, I got to go with Kim all day. All right, since you breaking up, you, you never talked about doing the record with R. Kelly. Or did we? Nah, yeah. We didn't get into it, you right? You got a record with R. Kelly, too. Yeah, I didn't do no video. You got a whole video of that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I met the nigga twice. First time was when Swiss and them niggas took me to Chicago to record the record. So Swiss is the, the plug, dog, Kelly. Let's be clear. Yeah. yeah he was your plug. Swiss and Grady is definitely the plug. This is my first. I ain't had no singles out. I ain't had no records out. I ain't had shit out. They just opened up my budget. I did a lot of the songs, and they like, yo, you need a single with a big single on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some shit that we, because I was on J Records. Uh, they like, they don't need no Def Jam record. They need a record that's top 40 that they can, oh, you know. Yeah, they need that type of yeah, record. Yeah, so we go in there and Clive, like, where's that record at? Like, where's the, where's the, where's yeah, the record? Chicago? Yeah, so, nah, not that first. Okay. Some other names came up, some other ideas came up. What other names up. came up? Man, that was so long ago, man. I can't remember, man. I ain't gonna lie. I don't want to do that because I might, I might be. It's, I don't remember. But it was some whoever was whoever was big at yeah, that time. That's what I'm trying to see. Like who was on like, the level? Like, like at, at the same time as yeah, R. Kelly, yeah. definitely those names came up. Because uh-huh. you said J. Records, Clive Davis, yeah, money. like so all of the big your, your singers. Unlimited. All of the big singers right yeah. there came up, right? You could have gotten out the bars if you then, wanted. Then I remember. Was Grady Jamie already out? R. Kelly. Jamie I said, R. Kelly. What the fuck? I said, what the fuck? Grady. Grady, like, yo, you want to do something with R. Kelly? I think we go out there and fly in Chicago do something. I'm like, what the fuck, R. Ooh. Kelly? Hell yeah. Let's get it. Because I know my older, like, my god brother died. He like 11 years older than me. That's my old. He used to have a hood on Smash. He used to take me around. He used to be playing R. Kelly. He believed he could fly. R. Kelly did a gangster Gangster with a gun in the car that could box and anything playing R. Kelly. And the girls used to love it. So I used to be like, yo, R. Kelly, that nigga is a young boy. So when they suggested me to do something with R. Kelly, I'm like, hell yeah, let's get it. So they flew me out there to Chicago, took me in the studio. The nigga come out in the studio. He had a cape on? <laughs> nah, he had on some regular shit. Um, 
He came out though. He came out, right? We explained it to him. We like, yo, we got this song, we wanna do hotel, like like ladies going to hotel, all this shit. And then we he like, let me hear the beat. Soon as the beat came on, the nigga started going crazy. Like he started doing all these different and started doing all these melodies and shit. Then he went in the booth and went crazy. Like the remix the hotel, he did all that. He did like Wild More Court. Like Swiss got Wild More choruses from R. Kelly from the same session that he did a lot of shit from the same session. It's just we used that little piece for the hotel hook. You know what I'm saying? But he went crazy. I'm like, yo, this nigga's a genius. And then we went back to the hotel. Swiss like, yo, we got this nigga R. Kelly on this shit. And then we wrote we wrote the shit right in the hotel. I'm like, we could go get it cracking, but you know what that happened. We be under the covers. I came up right with that shit in the actual hotel with Swiss. And then, you know what I'm saying, we went back and recorded it and it was a hit. And the second time I seen that man was when he showed up with the mask on at the video shoot. You know what I'm he saying? He didn't have a cape. <laughs> yeah, <I'm back. laughs> Yo, my nigga, I'm like, I'm thinking too, like, this is my video, we in Chicago. I'm super excited. This is my first video. It's like, I mean, I did big business, but I'm talking about my personal video. Right. Like, even though R. Kelly in it is my video, like, right. this is my budget, my right. shit. <laughs> and we in Chicago, it's Ferraris, it's all type of shit outside. We got big ass mansions, there's all these video girls running around. I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm on top of the world. And then they like, yo, R. Kelly here. I'm like, yes, because I didn't think the nigga was gonna come. The nigga showed him, like, yes. R. Kelly come in there with the mask on. Mm. I'm like, but I could tell it's R. Kelly. So I'm like. <laughs> well, you want like, him to take the mask off? Yeah. This no one's gonna pay a lot of money for this. No Everybody know that I accomplished shit after that. But this is my first single. Niggas don't know that I'm I'm worth nothing. This is R. Kelly. That's like, crazy. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm accident, like, like, I'm happy I got a budget open. This is my first single. I'm like, damn, I've been dying for this. I was signing Rough Riders for all these years, ain't had no fucking budget. Now I finally got one, I'm shooting a video, and they bringing this nigga R. Kelly out. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm I'm happy. And then a nigga show up with the mask. So I was like, yo, my nigga, like. But I gotta accept it. I'm like, yo, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm never took like, the mask off. Six in the morning, right next to the nigga with the mask. Like, yo, man, fuck it. <laughs> Checking out six in the morning. I don't got no fucking mask on. You see me, like, Cass is in there. No, but it was just the eyes, though, right? It was just the eyes, right? I don't know why he did it. Weird enough, my nigga. I didn't even ask that man. He didn't have this on, right? My nigga, thank you. If he had this on, then we should have been worried. Because did that mean he would take the COVID? I appreciate you. That's like, yo, I'm not at yo. He never took the mask off. Thanks for coming out, bro. I appreciate this shit, yo. This shit about to change my life. I'm never gonna stop performing hotel. So if I would have had a discrepancy because he got on some masks and I would have tried to dispute. Then the he man got another discrepancy like, you gotta worry about. Fucking ungrateful bitch. <laughs> That's why, I'm not, why would I come to your video? I'm leaving. And then the nigga just leave. Now, now you don't got no video. Now you saying yeah. something about told the nigga to take the mask. I don't give a fuck if the nigga would have came with a, a baboon costume on. I don't give a fuck what R. Kelly would have showed up in, I would have shot it. I was a young boy. Let's get it. <laughs> I was excited. Let's make some noise for that, I think. <laughs> That's hilarious. So funny, I actually went on tour. I actually opened up for R. Kelly a few times. Yeah. You wanted to, do, you wanted I went to leave on tour with this. With him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, 
like we see yeah. I yeah. snuck yeah. 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 you did no no I'm just saying he's, he's a cool dude he was a um, really I'm saying I never look you know, everybody did was old enough to drink alcohol nobody was drinking Similac motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Sorry, the third time I was about to meet R. Kelly was when he was on the tour with um, Jay-Z. They oh. was performing at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, pepper sprayed the, that day. I remember yeah, that. this was the first time he was going to bring me out to perform hotel with him. Wow. And at that, that shit happened. Yeah, and that shit happened. Yeah, that's what happened? Um, oh, the thing with you, your case. No, oh. no, 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 no. Nah, I wasn't. When Jay, when Jay no, I wasn't had nothing to do with my case. R. I was Kelly. there to perform the song with R. Kelly, and he got into a situation with somebody else. Got pepper sprayed. The show got shut down. He got rushed to the hospital. It was on tour and together. It was on the best of both worlds tour. Did that tour get canceled? I wound up on that tour with Ti at the time because it became Jay Z and you Friends. Was there? Oh, he could I wasn't that night. I came after that. Cause my nigga, I was in the bathroom smoking. I was like, Yo, my nigga, I'm about to go out on Madison Square Garden. I'm already lit. I'm already performing this shit, and I'm already super lit already. So now I'm about to go on stage with R. Kelly at Madison Square Garden. I'm about to go out and go, girl, you want to come to my hotel? I'm in the bathroom. I'm smoking. I'm ready. But I was high-headed back then. Like, this, this like, before, the, before like the cases and all that. You know what I'm saying? So niggas is strapped up in the bathroom. Niggas got all gats everywhere. And all of a sudden, I see secu- uh, R. Kelly cousins and his security, all them people, they run in the bathroom all kids. Ah, ah. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Like, they like, yo, it's going crazy. They screaming all crazy. So we take some guns and we give them some guns. Like, R. Kelly? Yeah, nigga, I need to get on the stage and perform this shit. <laughs> I don't know what they going through. The nigga screaming, he ain't saying what he going through. He just like, niggas is trying to. <laughs> So we get them niggas some guns and tell them niggas go and do business so we can get on the stage. Next thing I know, that's a hell of a part of the Madison Square Garden story. I'm just saying, like, we gonna call you the gun nigga from here on. Right? <laughs> you guys are calling the guns. Got you, you got an armory at your disposal. I mean, what they want? Like, I mean, I feel good if something goes down. We, we got something. I'm not the bad guy. I'm not putting no hits out. I'm not telling you to go hit this. I'm not no, no, you got the supplies. We got saying, it. Yo, I got a problem with this nigga. Go hit him. I'm not saying that. It's like I wanna perform and do business. I wanna get, I wanna do my song. I wanna go out there and go, girl, you wanna come? That's what I wanna do. Y'all coming there screaming and hollering like a nigga dying or something. I got guns on me. I don't know what's going on, so I give y'all some guns. What y'all wanna do? Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Now it turned around, it's with Jay Z. Now I don't want, he, that's probably why I ain't get as, as big as I was probably supposed to get in my career because of that. <laughs> I, I, and I know this is the platform I just want this man to know. I ain't know he had nothing to do with it. If they would have said they was going to show with Jay Z, I would have been like, yeah, that's Jay Z. I ain't giving me no guns. Like, I gotta figure that out. Well, R. Kelly didn't but use he it. He made it seem like it was a regular nigga. So I'm like, yo, my nigga, like, I gotta go and Let's be clear, that was back then. There's no R. more guns right R. now. You good now. Yeah, that was that Right, was, that was back then. Let's just be clear. Yeah. So R. Kelly's right. asking for a hammer? He said, I Not believe actually. I need a hammer. Not actually R. Kelly. But the homie that was next to the homie. Yeah, and oh, niggas, wow. that I, niggas that I know that is his. His peoples, they ran in the bathroom chaotic. Like, yo, R. Kelly, was, uh, oh my goodness. Uh. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? So you. you I envision like, you with I a trench coat and bum. They didn't say. 
They didn't say, yo, like we yo. going through something with Jay-Z and his peoples and they did this and then this is this. I ain't know. I want to go on stage and perform. I'm happy that they 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 on the best of both worlds. I'm thinking they friends. I don't know the, the I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But that was the third time I was supposed to see him. I didn't see him that day, though. Like, the other niggas came in the bathroom when they got the shit. <laughs> and when we went to the hospital to go recover what we gave them, R. Kelly was in the hospital, so I ain't see him that time. I, so I met him the two times. The time You we went to go repo the, the joints? Get his guns back. <laughs> Gotta get his guns back. Yeah, like, y'all ain't, y'all ain't shooting. Y'all ain't Cause I drove from Philly, so you, it was easy to carry the I gun. I can see if they knock something off. Right, right. None of that. But it's like niggas ain't do nothing. Y'all came and got my shit and ain't nothing happened. Let me get my shit back. So we went to the hospital, got this shit back, but I ain't see him. Like, you know, you see niggas did that. You didn't get to go on stage. You pissed, my nigga. Super mad. That's the moral of the story. I'm happy you see the moral of the story. Everybody trying to think of ways to maneuver like I'm a criminal with the guns. Nah, nah, nah. I'm talking about I ain't get to perform. I ain't get to see Like, I never got to do this shit. Oh, y'all never done a song? No. Mm. I've never been on stage with a nigga to go, Girl, oh, you never performed that song? I never had it. Oh, that was it. Oh, that was it. Ever in your career. That was it. That was, that was the moment. Oh, now I see why he's here. That was the moment. That was my first time. Man. And then that shit happened. It's like, come on, man. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> shit right. crazy. Let's change it up for a second. Little Uzi or Little Baby? Um, Little Uzi. Little Uzi or Little Baby? You gonna ask me the same thing? <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> You got an answer, brother. I'll take a shot. <laughs> Damn, man. You've been answering weird lately, so I like your answers. I'm being honest. Nah, no. Hey, you be You the first thing to be wild. Long time is not awesome to us. This is hands down. I seen when I first came to Atlanta, right? This is when I first moved out there. I was in the mall. I'm looking for some shit. People let's just... get away with this last one, but this quick time of slide is one. This <laughs> one. Beep, beep. Yes, that's it. <laughs> we come back. Little oh, baby. Oh, my bad, my bad. We'll come back. Just, oh, we come back to the I great story. I love baby. it. I met Lil Baby. I shook his hand. He good. I'm from Philly, and I never met Lil Uzi. He never tapped in, so Lil Baby. If you rewind, we don't, we're not mad. We're not mad. <laughs> if you rewind, if you want to think about it, it's okay. Little Uzi, little, little baby. baby. Uzi's a nigga with the whole village on his forehead, right? Yeah, the village on his My forehead. Whole village. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole village? <laughs> My diamonds on that nigga's head, right? <laughs> little baby. Is it, the grown nigga that's called Little Baby, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's really 24 million? Anybody? Nah. Is that on it? Come on. I think it's 500 million. 500 oh, yeah. million? I oh, got that. I love it because you're going to get a piece of that. But it's yeah, worth yeah. saying 9 million. That's what he's spent. I don't get a piece of what he's spent. All right, yeah, be careful right now. Atlanta or Miami? Atlanta. Atlanta or Miami? Damn. I don't know if that was a fair one for me. Both. Take a shot. Take a shot. No explanation. This is a quick time to slide, folks. Calm you down. Let's get this nigga a shot real fast. Come on. Atlanta or Miami? You be careful. He will do say. He will do say. I respect that. <laughs> Tiny shot, it's okay. Atlanta or Miami? You talking about buying pussy or getting pussy? It's a difference. But I'm <laughs> mm. I, I can't I, go I, I, Don't say Miami's the buying pussy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, every woman's for selling Miami, my nigga. Don't be a hater, please. <laughs> <laughs> every woman is 
selling pussy. More Atlanta too, but I gotta go Atlanta because I make more money in Atlanta. Okay. Right. Are you going to the bathroom or just taking the picture? This is one for all three, all three of y'all. Loyalty or respect? I'm gonna take a shot. I need both of them. All right, I respect yeah, that. Yeah, I, respect, yeah, I take a yeah, shot with a good you. Shot. Loyalty shot. or respect? Yo, come on, Nori, you can't keep doing it every time. <laughs> like, once you get a nigga and you know it's effective, you can't ask the next nigga because it's already effective. He wants me to get creative no, with these, man. Once a nigga say, I'm gonna take a shot, you know the next no, nigga gonna take a shot, so you yeah, can't take a shot too. I don't know, I don't know if you know, but this is called Drink Champs, no, baby. Man, you know, Not you know that's just as important, man. <laughs> <laughs> nigga gotta respect yeah, you and a nigga gotta be loyal. Go on, go on. So loyalty or respect? You said loyalty. You said loyalty. Loyalty? Right. Nah, loyalty. You said loyalty. Nah, a nigga gotta be both. A nigga gotta no, I gotta go with loyalty. If you're, if you're loyal to me, you should respect me. You should respect. respect. Yeah, I respect that. Nah, but if you respect me, you should be loyal to me too. Go ahead, Not get, everybody get respects you as loyalty. I'm gonna take a shot for you. I'm gonna take a shot for you. I'm gonna take a shot for you. I don't gotta take a shot, right? Because I pick. Pick. I got Pokemon. And then I, I forgot your bass is from Philly. We're gonna throw this bass in here. All right, um. This should be easy for a couple of people. Yeah, Swiss Beats and Timberland. Bagwood, out the. Mmm. I'm a book bag is out I'm gonna like go the, Swiss. Uh, white room. I'm gonna go Swiss. Swiss Beats or Timberland? Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats or Timberland? Yeah. God, it's just, you know, I. I gotta go with Swiss because he put my nigga on. Okay. All right, then now let me start with you real quick because we're gonna ferry this up. Uh, Rockefeller Cash Money. Uh, Rockefeller. The Rock. I'm gonna go with Cash Money. DJ Clue or Jazzy Jeff? Ooh, that's two different categories. That's the reason why it should be that. That's a hard one. No, it's a different one, and I got L that's, rolled that's, up in it that's already. That's a hard one. Um, it's another one like this. I mean, nah, cause see, he's trying to set me up with the Philly shit. Give me a wait, shot. wait, wait! Uh, I, I didn't even know. I forgot the question. DJ yeah. Clue, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Um, you want me to answer it? Nah, I don't want you to answer that. Nah, Jazzy Jeff, man. You got it. I 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 got Julius Irving. Dr. J, my nigga. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Taking a quick BB's break? Yeah, did Let's I. do it. Let's rock and roll. Yo, J Julius Irving's son, Jay Irving, used to manage me. That's why I got to pick Jay Irving. I know he said a show, but Keep I... filming. Keep filming, nigga. Keep filming. We, we, what we, about don't stop. we 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 don't stop. Keep filming, y'all. Yeah, Just let y'all know. Y'all still on camera. We're gonna take a piss. 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 We're gonna
Oh. When you when you come when you going from Philly to Atlanta, mm -hmm. how old are you at that point? I was 18. And what what was the reason for that? I went move? to I went I left to go to college. So yeah, I went to Clark Atlanta University, and that, that was my reason. I mean. I went to college to go to Atlanta. I didn't even know, you know, I I, I knew at the time like Atlanta had a, a a vibrant scene. Like you know, I had visited with my father right. and I had seen like. You know, yeah, we are rolling. The fuck, bro? No, go ahead, go ahead, you go. Oh, um, <laughs> nah, so I had knew like you know Atlanta was a was a a place of you know opportunity for, for young black people, young, young people of color, you know, from all over the place. You know, I always thought I was going to wind up in New York, honestly, you know what I'm saying, coming from Philly, like, when I was, you know, wavelength and everything, but Atlanta's like, you know, I owe a lot to Atlanta for my career and, you know, for, for what I was able to accomplish there. You were already DJing, I'm assuming, because yeah, you said at 15 you was already Yeah, I was DJing. I mean, you know, one of the reasons why I chose Black Thought is because, the you know, I came up at a time when I literally watched The Roots get on. That was my first time seeing literally like, like man, someone somebody, from Philly somebody like right work. in front of me is like getting a record deal and you know making it you know on Rap City, you know what I'm saying? And then, Even though there was prior cast from Philly no, too. But that was, right, that right, was from, from your era, generation. Yeah, from right. my era. Right. Seeing it and knowing Quest and knowing Black Dawn, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace my brother Malik B too. Um, mm -hmm. And he likes the DJ for uh, Bahamadia. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, of course. Come on. Yeah, so you know um, that was that yeah. was my early, you know, Philly days and what happened. But yeah, I went. I went for college. I never came back. But you was was you already making mixtapes? Lightly, I was. I mean, obviously not to the degree, but I was. You know, I made this tape called Illadelph, and I literally just copied uh, Doo Wop's '95 Live, and I, right. you know, Black Dog behind. What was it called? Illadelph. Okay. Uh, and um, you know, I just I copied Doo Wop's '95 Live and just you know took the artists that were around me at the time and let them freestyle. We all wanted to do that. Any mixtape DJ really wanted to do that. They wanted to do that, so that's what I did for the crib. You know she passed the OG? Of course. Philly niggas. Goddamn Philly niggas. Y'all niggas is together, right? I'm trying to understand something. Uh huh. Did you forget I was from Philly? Hell yeah. What? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. You done had Gillian Wallow here. I was right. here. Right. I come in here because Mike hit me last night. Right. I said, I'm going to meet you at Drink Champs. I don't know he here. Right. I don't know Drum here. Right. Right. Yeah, I definitely forgot. And I'm standing here and I'm like, yo, this is the you know, second I time you I was in from Michigan for some reason. Some Michigan? I don't know why. You've been looking at us ahead right now. He's being. I'll be high. I'll be high. Come on. You're not that high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Niggas out of there, it's crazy, crazy. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Niggas out of there, it's crazy, crazy. And you signed the drum? Yeah, yeah, so generation now. Mm. So how do y'all link up? Um, I snuck in the studio. Um,
just got my deal from there, really. Florida boy, I got, that was how that was coming. When John really came in, wrapped hands around and then took it to another level with it. And now we here. I really snuck in the studio. I uh, met Willie Joe. Willie Joe is on. Um, What's through the Mean Street studio? Yeah, yeah Street. Willie Joe is at, at Mean Street, though. Okay. At the Fly, uh, fly in Arms. Mm. So uh, once I link up with him, you know, he put me in front of John. And he was already hearing my music. And John was off the rip. So you feel me? Just took it from there. He was like, let's do it. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you meet Swiss? Um, I was signed to Rough Riders. I signed to Rough Riders when I was 17. Did you still the ball B? Mm, yeah, when I was the ball B, um, I met TD to negotiate that Swiss pop. I met him in Philly in a barber shop. He was passing through. He used to live in Philly, so he'd be passing through here and there. He was asking who the hottest nigga in the city. And then barber told him about me, called me through the studio, asked me to spit some shit. So I came through the studio and started spitting. I seen TD. He was down with um, Rough Riders. I ain't know him, though. He wasn't like DMX or nobody that I was familiar with. But he had on the hat. He had merchandise and shit like that. So I spit for him, made him, made an impression on him. He got my number and all that. Like two days later in school, I got a page from my mom and he was telling me to come out to New York to meet why his brother that was the CEO of Rough Riders. And that's how I got signed to Rough Riders when I was 17. And Swiss was like one of the poppinest producers over there at the time. When I first got signed, he was elevating. And when I, when I got signed, he started to blow, started to go crazy. He wanted to start his own production company, so he needed an artist. I was in the three-man group, Larceny Family, but he said he wanted me as a solo artist, so that's how we partnered up and um, started Four Service Records. The group was signed to Rough Riders or just you? Nah, he just signed me as a solo artist. Like, I was in the three-man group signed to Rough Riders. That's what I'm saying, the just group the was signed to Rough company. Riders. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And that's how we got free from that contract because I signed as a solo artist to Swiss Beats. Right. Well, with Swiss Beats, and we started for Surface, and then I got the artist deal with J Records, right. Clive Davis, and that's how we made that happen. But he ain't want the group. I mean, and at that time, I was the one being active, battling, going crazy at the time, and I was the youngest. So I guess he found, like, I guess he felt like, you know, that was the best direction to go in. So he talked it over with me, and my management at the time was his dad. And um, I was signed to his uncle's DNY. So it was easy for me to get out that contract and get in a new situation. And I knew it was probably not gonna be, you know what I mean, beneficial for us to stay with Rough Riders at that time because they had so much talent, X, the locks, Eve, drag. They weren't about so much other situations that we was like last on the list and we ain't even had no budget open. Right. So the best situation for me was to go with Swiss because I was gonna be his only artist. And that's how I did it and made it happen. How'd you link up with Mike Epps? Uh, why not? I mean, me and Mike, we just comedians trying to, we actually was in a, um, a competition together. But we, I mean, comics were like one big family. We always see each other during open mic night. You know, we've known each other for since the beginning of everything. Right. Uh, we actually so all comedians we actually, really do get along? We all know each other. Right. I mean, we, we, we work together. You know, I actually, first time, not the first, but I remember one time, um, actually was in a competition against him. It was a, and Steve, it was a Apollo, an Apollo competition. Yes, me and Mike Epps. Wow. 
And the only reason why he took, he won. The reason why I lost because I went I did I went over my time. That's what he told me. He said, Mike, you went over your time. That's why you lost. But um, yeah, we go way back, man. In fact, Shabazz, Shabazz at one point was my road manager. I met him oh, wow. through I met him through Tim Thomas. You know, Tim was my homie. NBA, the basketball player. He's from Philly also. Uh, well, he played at Villanova. And uh, he signed like 80 men out. He won one of the first 80 men out. 65 million. 65 million with Milwaukee Bucks. 65 million dollar. NBA contract, 30 million dollar shoe deal. Right, yeah. Wow. And then he's working with him. That's how I met him. I met him. I met him through Tim. Tim was my homie. That's how I met you, right? Through yeah, Tim. Yeah. yeah through Tim. And then he wanted to roll me for a few times, being role manager. He was just fucking the bitches. That's all. I'm an open book, so we can. Yeah, I ain't got nothing, nothing. We, Listen, we he's out there thinking about some shit. No, 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 it was all good. It come with the job. We had, we had fun, though. Yeah, it, it was good. Who do you think have more fun, comedians or rappers? Oh, damn. That's a good Probably thing. rappers. That's a good. Yeah, yeah, rap, yeah rappers, rappers I think, have more. I've been on the road with both. More groupies and comedians. I mean, but y'all got responsible. I feel like y'all got responsible. This is depend on the level. Yeah, we have grown up groupies. Yeah, you have responsible. Comedian groupies are like. I think of a lady with a walker. Late thirties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, our groupies have children. That's the first time we had rapper groupies. You remember the wrong groupies that night? Yeah. <laughs> I went too far. You know, I was my friend too. Uh, how did you look at look at Mayweather? I actually um, Floyd was following me on Instagram and I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know. I was on my. Uh, actually, I got a text from um, from Kichi, his assistant. Kichi and I have been friends since I've been in Miami. And she texts me one day, this was in February 2017. And she texts me and, um, and said that Floyd wanted to invite me and my man, rest in peace, prime, to, uh, to Floyd's 40th birthday. And she, said, and she said that Floyd had been watching my Instagram. And one day I put up a post that really resonated with him personally. It was about why do some dudes get mad if a chick just don't want to fuck with them and want to fuck with another dude, and he always looking for an explanation. And I'm like, nigga, you just ain't got it. You ain't got that, you know what I mean? You ain't got that je ne sais quoi. So, <laughs> Roll me up some paper. He, he, he really, that, that post did it for him. So he told Kichi, like, yo, I like that nigga. I want to meet him. Right. And he didn't know she knew me. Right. And when he, sh when he showed her the post, she was like, that's Shabazz. He was like, you know him? She said, yeah. He said, you, like, you know him, know him. She said, yeah, I know him. She reached out to me. I flew myself to LA for his party, put myself in a hotel and all that. I met him, met him that night. The rest is history. Now, that's how Floyd is, though. Like, he'll watch you. If he fuck with you, he'll watch you for a few times. No, he pay attention that's how he became everything. a fan. You know, he been, as he came through on my shows, after that, he's, I posted up, I made a post after the, the last show. He's like, man, he said, after the show, I became a fan. He started following me, and next thing you know, Wherever I'm at, he'll buy 20, 30 tickets and bring his whole crew. Yeah, yeah. and he, he pay attention. Yeah, he pay attention. He pay attention to everything. Because, yeah. And the reason why he's so calculated like that is because when he fuck with you, he fuck with you. He not no funny style. Yeah. Like, if you notice, he don't fuck with, he don't roll with nobody but his team. Right. Like, he cool with rappers and athletes. Like he cool with people, but 
when he decide I want to fuck with this person and he bring you in, is that for life? Like only you can fuck that up with him. I thought that's how he treated the show when he came on the show. Like he, no, but that's how he, he is. Completely like I was like, when he came. I'm with this. Yeah, I'm with yeah, this situation. Yeah. Right. No, he wouldn't have came if he didn't fuck with right. it. Mm-hmm. And trust me, he probably don't watch the hundred episodes of this right. shit right. before he decided to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen him the other day at his party, and he said that. Man, I gave you my best interview. I guess you did. No, he real talk. I was there. Like I was, I was at that interview. We was over Like he, he, when he, when he want to fuck with somebody, like he don't just dive in because you know people, you know humans disappoint humans. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when he, he try to be real meticulous about who he decide to hand pick and fuck with, and like I, man. He, he fucked me up. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna get into all the stories, but like, he called me. He called me one day in April. I met him in February. I met him in February. No, I'll tell this story. I met him in February. I went to LA. I came back from LA that Monday. That Tuesday, Kichi called me. She said, I told you when Floyd likes somebody, he likes him. She said, Now, I don't wanna make you nervous. She said, But. He told me to ask you for your bank account information. I'm like, I'm just, shit, he can have it. I know he's not going to steal it. He's not going to steal it. Sorry, my, ca- Sorry, my <laughs> cash app is. Money signs, what I did when I saw He's not getting ready to steal nothing. So I'm like, this could only be going one direction. So that was a Tuesday. That's crazy. Wednesday came, and I'm not, I don't know what to expect. I don't have no expectations. I'm just like, I don't know where this is going. I just met the man four days ago. And that Thursday, he called me, he texted me, and he said, check your account in 10 minutes. And it was 10,000 in my account. That was February. My birthday was in April. He came to Miami, he FaceTimed me, and he said, yo, where you, um, where you at? I said, I'm in the house. He said, send me your location. So um, he said, and I texted him where I live. He said, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I I go downstairs, so I'm looking for, like, I'm looking for the money team trucks. I'm looking for the Bugatti. I'm looking for some shit, but I don't see no cars. So I see a a, a SUV flashing their lights at me. And it's him, he drove. Just him, his man Al, and, and, uh, and a lady friend. He drove to my crib, told me happy birthday, gave me another ten thousand. Oh no, you'll never see him. You know he gave me another ten thousand. But when he gave me that ten thousand, he said, "Listen," he said, "What you doing on social media is needed." He said, and he said, "I know you're a man." He said, "I know you don't ask me for nothing." He said, "But," and I know what your background is. He said, "But I don't want you to risk your freedom for money." He said, "Cause we need you on this side of the wall." Not the other side of the wall. He said, all that game you got, it need to be out here. He said, don't you worry about nothing. I got you for life. You good. Why? Make some noise for that. You're right. That's not to say, let me make this clear. He don't just take care of me. He don't just give me 10,000 every week. But he just wanted to be understood. Like, I really fuck with you and I got your back. So if you should need me, you understand you got a support system. But thankfully, I don't... um, Money, nah, his money in front of his pocket. Uh, I thought that's the, the money he's Floyd like, gave him. He's like, you just need ten thousand now. 
<laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, it just, it, it, you know what it does? It took, it took me back to something that my mother taught me. And that was always exude stellar behavior and good character because right. you never know who watching. That's right, right. right. Just be great. Just be, just be, be who yourself. You are. Be What's yourself. for you going to come? Because yes. right. never in a million years because I have designed that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That type of relationship and friendship. And to this day, my man. And that's his way of doing philanthropy, for lack of a better word. But a lot of people, see, people don't know the difference between Money Mayweather and Floyd. Right. It's two different people. Money Mayweather is supposed to piss people off. Money Mayweather is the one to get under people's skin. Like, that's the one. Money Mayweather made the money. But Floyd, the person, the man, the human, the, the person that got his own flaws, the man that's human, that, you know, make mistakes like everybody else, his, mis his mistakes may be different. He's different from Money Mayweather. And that's the person that people don't know. And that's the person that gets pissed off when people criticize Floyd for what Money Mayweather might have did. You know what I'm saying? It. It's a difference. So what's next, real quick, before we out of here? What's your name and your single? Uh, right now, I'm pushing profile. Profile? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's already out? Yeah, so I'm going to take my little drop, say less. Okay. Take fire. Right now, I'm all students back. I'm not just saying that, neither. Like, right. Nah, I know you know how to pick them, man. Right? You know how to pick them. Nah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And your energy good when I pulled up. And he's from Florida. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Everything. Have you, Jerome? What's next? You gonna get a 24-carat joint in your kid, too? I don't know if... You know, I, I'm I'm just saluting to the to, to Vert for you know for his shit. But generation now, you know, shout out to Cannon Lake, you know, Jack Harlow, Seti, got some shit coming. Right. Yeah. That's I'm it. working on some new music too. Okay, all right, yeah, I'm cool. always working. All right, Cass, what's, what's what's next for you? I just dropped three projects in the last five months: the Science, the Formula, and the Wise Man. Right. So I've been working, cooking up. On all platforms, go check it out. Go check it Everybody out. Everybody available, three projects, the science, the formula, and the wise man. Got that, got that. How about you, Mike? That's right. Hey, March 2nd, my, my podcast come out called No Filter mm. with Michael Blackson. So Yo, you know, I got to warn you. Yes. There's somebody named Doggy Diamonds. Right. Has a no filter. There's a whole lot of no filters. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the post that he said. Yeah, there's yeah, a whole lot of no filters. So yeah. I had to put no filter with Michael Blackson. It's a whole, it's, it was, you yeah. know, he hit me up. I said, listen, it's already been, the contract's been signed already, and my name is added to it. So it, it's a whole bunch of no filters. You know, okay. I wasn't, great Mike things are like, so right. be glad you think it's good as me, motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I took it in. So you added uh, with your name? With I added with my name. Right. So right. it's no filter Michael Black's name. It's on, uh, shout out to Charlamagne, it's on um, Black Effects Network yeah. and all that good uh, stuff. We're with Black Effects yeah. as well. Oh, you all got great, yeah. excellent. So yeah, it's March 2nd it starts. Of course, March 5th, um, Coming to America too. I'm in Paris in that movie. Amazing. How come everybody got the bootleg besides me? Everybody got the you, bootleg. People have seen it already? Yeah, yeah. 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 Who got the bootleg? I Kareem even told me he got the bootleg. I'm like, yo, I seen this shit yesterday. They watching the first one. No way. They watching the first one, motherfucker. They don't know. They watching the first one. They know. They know. Yeah, we're Kareem. Kareem, you got the bootleg? Yeah. Hey, DJ Envy. Yeah, no, for real, you got the bootleg? Nah, you know. Listen, man, it's out there, bro. It's out there, bro. It ain't out. It ain't no way. 
It's out there, man. Um, yeah, Please, and then of course March 29th, um, couples retreat. Me, my girl, and a bunch of loving hip hop people. And I'm on tour. I'm back on the road. You know, fuck see, Corona. We back out there. I'm yeah, um, with doing my own thing. I'm out with Mike Apps and then this this fall. Just say I'm, you got the vaccine. Just say. It. Say, I got the yeah, vaccine. I, I, so you say we got the African nigga, vaccine. And listen, it, it came through you. That vaccine says ninety-seven point five percent accurate, nigga. When it's hundred percent, I'll get on it. Okay, yeah, 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 right okay. now, come with side effects. Right, right, okay, right. I take the vaccine. I ain't gonna have COVID. My, my crooked dick and bald head. And fuck you, my <laughs> niggas. Call me when the shit's hundred percent. Fuck right, that. Right, right, right. But yeah, so right. check me on tour this fall with uh, Martin Lawrence. And then right Ooh. now, I'm on going on the road with Mike Epps. So we go nice. out there getting this money. Wow. Yes. That's the OG. What's next for me? He's got yeah. more ten thousand dollars on his way. Please. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish they were flowing like that, but you know, I'm appreciative to when they came. Yeah. You know what's you you know. No, nah, that's is, not. I don't know. I'm you told know, you ain't talking. You talking to the people. That's to the people. Tell the people what's that's going oh, on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well. You and I got something in the can, right? That's right. Good. You know, talk about, uh, but you talk about it. We, uh, your, your time. You know, Nori. You know, me and Nori got a funny story. Right. You know. I, I I never thought this would even be, you know, uh, something that was even possible. What was that like two, three years ago, mm-hmm. at Puff House? Mm-hmm. So we gotta go. So let them know what you got going on. They got the new shit. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Me and this guy, let's Scott, go. Me and this yeah. guy got something working yeah, on yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. before that, yeah. before that, I actually just hired a publicist on Friday because wow. my book is done. Flip your life. The book is done. My life story is complete. <laughs> and so by the time she does the synopsis. And everything. Flip Your Life. Yeah, Flip Your Life is the name of my book. Interesting. Yeah, Flip Your Life is the name of the book. Um, just hired a publicity team Friday, so probably within the next three weeks, the book will be out. Wow. And listen, if y'all watch this show, just count how many times my nigga said going crazy. He said it about 37 times. I count it. <laughs> just going crazy. That's a Philly son. Going, you got to take a crazy. shot every time he says it. Count it when the show comes on. I, said, hey, I counted 37, my nigga. <laughs> 37 times. Maybe 36. How many times do you think you said going crazy? I ain't even know I was saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, brothers, I want to you know, man, our show is about giving people their flowers. It's about saluting people to their face, you know. Um, you know I thought it, uh, you know, um, putting no, Philly together. What? I totally forgot, you know, Shabazz uh, was from Philly, but I'm glad that we made it happen at the end. It go the um, way it's supposed to. You know what I mean? But um, I just want to thank y'all, brothers, because, um, you know, it's about us giving people off their flowers, you know what I'm saying? We want to big people up, you know what I mean? Because our coaches are so stupid sometimes. They want to big you up. And they, you know, God bless, you know, Fred the Godson. You know, he's got a street named after him. Mm-hmm. And it's dope. How dope would it have been if you'd have seen that street when he was alive? You know what I mean? So I want to change the narrative of that. And that's what this is all purpose is about. What It wasn't about me, it was about we. You know what I'm saying? And um, and, and, and so I just want to thank all you, you brothers individually, you know what I mean, for taking the time out and, you know, and, you know, obviously we want to get y'all individually as well, you know, um, but this this is important to show some Philly love. I was going to uh, get uh, Gilly and Wallow and uh, uh, Freeway and whoever else, PD Crack, whoever else is going to FaceTime in, but y'all was just so interested. I didn't even want to take the time. I didn't even want to bother them and just... That's one of the focus on this energy here. So, you know, bottom line, I want to say thank you. Let's take some pictures. Let's do some drops. 
Man, let's do it. No. Take some pictures and we sit in Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dream Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. It's at Dream Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.